During Dell TechFest, score game-changing innovations with limited-time deals on select next-gen Alienware gaming tech. New dimensions await with advanced gaming systems like the Alienware M18 laptop powered by an Intel Core i9 processor featuring awe-inspiring visuals, liquid cooling, three-dimensional audio with Dolby Atmos, and impressive overclocking potential. Plus, build your dream setup with great deals on select gaming monitors, mice, and more must-have electronics and accessories. When you shop online at Alienware.com deals, you'll have access to leading-edge gaming technology to conquer the competition and free shipping on everything. Amazing prices await you for a limited time only at Alienware.com deals. That's Alienware.com deals. Welcome back to Kind of Funny's Rocky Slash Creed in review. Of course, I'm Tim Geddes, and I am joined by the Nitro Rifle, Andy Cortez. Hello. The producer slash seducer, Nick Scarpino. How tall is Jonathan Majors? And joining us for the first time on this show in person, it's Sancho West. What's up, y'all? I love that we asked you, yes. where's the fedora? And your answer was, I got this. I got this. <laughs> this is, dude, this, oh, okay. is, this is like a legit snapback hat from Super Nintendo World, from Universal. It, it, it's amazing. This is one of the best snapbacks I've ever had yeah. in my life, and I have a lot of them. But It only costs $79. <laughs> but at the same time, hey, no Rocky, no fedora. Yeah, exactly. That makes sense. That makes this sense. This is our quiet protest. That's right. Against having Rocky not in the movie. <laughs> That's right. Yes. yes, exactly. Of course, this is Kind of Funny's In Review, where we rank, review, and recap different movie franchises. Some would say every movie franchise. Whether you like the movies, don't like the movies, chances are we've reviewed the movies. And you can check all of that out on YouTube.com slash kindoffunny or roosterteeth.com. You could also get it as a podcast by searching your favorite podcast service for Kind of Funny In Review, and we'll be right there for you. Um, we got a whole bunch of cool stuff coming so you're going to want to subscribe to patreon.com slash kind of funny because that's the only way you can watch these live as we record them <laughs> and that's extra valuable uh on uh, days like this where where we are reviewing new movies all right when the movies drop the thursday night we come in give them hot takes they drop on friday for patreon but then monday for everybody else we're doing creed 3 right now but next week guess what it's Screevy time scream six everybody oh, yeah. that was a dope trailer. oh yeah dope trailer then, that we saw Week after that, Shazam! Fury of the Gods. We don't have movie to. Of the year. We don't. We don't have movie of the year. Dope. Wasn't We're, that? Can't dope. wait. We're gonna do it. Wait. Week after that, John Wick chapter the four. Yeah, yeah, there, we there, we there we go. There we go. There we go. I'm thinking Andy's. Because like here's yeah. the thing, I, I'm retiring during Shazam, but then I'm coming out of retirement for perfect, you know, perfect, big return for me. Andy. Maybe we just go golfing during Shazam by accident instead. How about John Nick? Oh, yo, one I, thing, look, it's Friday, y'all. Being on this side, I looked over what Nick's doing and what he's googling. You do not want to be on this side. No, no, I gotta clarify because people yeah. are like, "What's Nick looking at?" I'm on celebheights.com, yeah. and I'm looking at Jonathan Major Height. It says five foot eleven and a quarter. I'm like. Just say 5'11", bro. He's 5'10". He's 5'10". That's, five that's five five ten. a hard 5'10". Yeah, hard five ten. Because you're five eleven, you're six. Yeah, yeah. Basically, yeah, mm -hmm. yeah. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And if you're six, and if you're seven feet tall, you're six eleven, like Kevin Durant. Yep. You don't want to be too tall, Nick. Oh, you don't want to be basketball, too tall. Little basketball tip for you. Because then people think you're. Then you go. Oh, like, oh he's high. probably too slow. He probably can't. He's probably a big right. man. They, they, their legs always get hurt. You don't want that. Mm. Yeah. That's, mm -hmm. why I tell people that's what I'm used to. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. 
What I'm used to is your support on patreon.com slash kind of funny. And I'm talking about the Patreon producers, Nathan Lamothe, Tripod Plus Plus, Trent Berry, James Hastings, and Casey Andrew. Thank all of you for all of your support. You're the best around. No one's going to keep you down. Uh, today we're brought to you by Shady Raisin Honey, but I'll tell you all about that later. We're talking about Creed 3, baby. It was supposed to be released on November 23rd, 2022, which is why we did Rocky in review when we did. <laughs> but then it got delayed, as things often do. So it released on March 3rd, 2023. Uh, and on February 2nd this year, Michael B. Jordan confirmed that a fourth Creed movie is happening for sure. And there are also spinoffs being considered. We know Drago is getting a spinoff. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm good. This one directed by Michael B. Jordan, making his directorial debut, uh, directing and starring in this motion picture. Uh, the music was done by Joseph Shirley, who's uh, Ludwig's boy. And this okay. is an interesting thing I was uh, looking into. So Shirley was announced as Gordonson's replacement um, because he was uh, too busy doing other things, including the upcoming Oppenheimer, the Christopher mm-hmm. Nolan movie, um, and the uh, Wakanda Forever. So um, this also happened where Ludwig did um, Creed, and then he did Mandalorian, and then this guy kind of replaced him when uh, Ludwig couldn't do it anymore. So now he's also doing Mandalorian. Mm. So there's a, little, a lot of stuff going on, and I don't know if you guys remember Mandalorian theme, Rocky theme, a lot of similarities there. So there's something sure. going on. There's a sure. conspiracy that we're going to get to the bottom of. Do you think you got Carl Weathers and Carl fucking Weathers? Yeah, see, it goes all the way to the top. It goes all the way to the top. And when the helmet's on, it's actually Sylvester Stallone in the Mandalorian armor. Yeah, that's what I heard. That's what I heard. Nobody. And then the music, the the album itself, the soundtrack was executive produced by J Cole and Dreamville. So we got a whole bunch of bangers to look forward to this weekend. I'm excited about that. This one had a budget of seventy five million dollars. Which is a cool twenty-five million more than Creed Two. A little surprise. Really? Yeah. Interesting. I wonder where it went. I don't know either. It's it kind of like weird. Didn't go into the green screen. That's for sure. Uh, <laughs> it might may have been marketing with all the fucking delays and with stuff. all the well, delays no, and because like they that. they never really promoted the, the oh, first. Oh, yeah. Okay. okay. Yeah, I don't know. It's kind of kind of weird. Um, and box office wise, though. This shit be killing it, y'all. Eric shit. Davis from Fandango and Rotten Tomatoes says, uh, Creed 3 pulls in a franchise record 5.4 million in Thursday previews alone with an estimated 40 million for the weekend. That would mark a record opening for the Creed films and also the Rocky films. Uh, fun and pretty crazy fact, this will be the first film in the franchise to top the box office since Rocky IV 38 years ago. Uh, with Creed 3 opening number one, that gives Jonathan Majors the very rare feat of back-to-back number one movies in consecutive weekends as a lead in a live action film that is wild he's living out here god damn just watch um (laughs) so let's get let's get right into it andy cortez i want to start with you sure what do you think of creed 3 uh i I loved it man and i think you know a lot of it helps that we were in a theater and we were getting the big screen with the big sound and the super visceral sound effects of all the punches and everything it felt intense when it needed to it made me it got the emotion out of me when it needed to, when they're playing, Edward, tugging at your heartstrings, playing the really sad music in the sad moments, or they're trying to hype you up with like cool uh, edited montages and stuff. Um, it's not without its silly shit. I think this movie has like a, a bit of silly shit in it, <laughs> a good amount of it. Um, I know I'm going to rank it pretty high. Like I don't think it's the best of any of these, but I, I had a blast with it. it. They found new kind of cool ways that... I thought were interesting to watch uh, ways to kind of like change the formula of 
what we're used to with these boxing movies and and kind of neat ways that when they happen, you go, oh, I don't know if I like this. And I go, oh, no, I actually kind of do like this. Mm. It's kind of cheesy, but still pretty awesome and visually cool. Sancho, what about you? <clears> hey, <throat> man, I, well, I, I have to say this. I'm on the opposite side of you, Andy. I mean... The thing about me where I feel where this movie falls short, like about... You got bad taste. Well, I'm just saying, no, 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 I'm just saying like about, <laughs> about halfway through the movie, I'm with you. I'm vibing with it. I'm, I'm locked in. I'm having a good time with it. But then all of a sudden, after Jonathan Majors wins the belt from Felix, who, mm-hmm. which is by far one of the worst actors I've ever seen, Felix Chavez. Um, Michael B. Jordan is in this movie as well. The whole time, man, he's just like... Yeah, yeah, every time actor. when he's walking out on the phone, he's like, "We gotta do this deal, blah blah." I'm like, "Fucking awful." Dude. <laughs> like, yeah, I'm, not, I'm not on that side, but like after that moment, I just feel like something. What I don't know is t- totally deflated from me. Like the wind just stopped, and I just could not get back in line with it. And you know, despite Jonathan Majors being such a solid acting, like so I remember after the first scene, Jonathan Majors and I leaned over to you, and I was like, "This guy's really good. It's really <laughs> good. This guy's really yeah. good." And I just felt that the main problem with me in this movie, and I think would be probably the most kind of thing is either you like it or you don't type of vibe, is if you liked not having Rocky. I mean, Rocky is a huge heart of this franchise and is a huge part of Apollo, of Adonis Creed's career. And then to feel like never mentioned, never shown, never talked about, only mentioned once when you were talking about how Apollo gave Rocky an underdog shot at the belt. I felt this is a huge disservice to Stallone. I mean, Stallone needed to be a part of this movie in some way or a great send-off. And without Stallone, I felt that's where the movie lacked a heart and thing. Like, I told uh, Nick this yesterday. As I feel like the Rocky movies are meant to be inspiring. You feel inspired by Stallone. You feel inspired by the underdog overcoming everything that needs to be done. But I'm just not inspired by Adonis Creed. Not at all in this film. Me either. I mean, that's what's missing at its most, and I think that's what hurts the ranking the most for me is not finding that inspiration. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's 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 missing a lot of, the, it's missing a lot of the heart, right? And I, I a lot of heart, I, and that's what Bal, uh, Rocky Balboa brings to this franchise, and what Sylvester Stallone brings to that character, and that's why, like, I still love Rocky One. I think I ranked Rocky Rocky One higher than Rocky Two just because I. I love his acting and I love like just he's such a lovable dude. Right. And yeah, we're definitely missing that here. I, d- I don't disagree with that. I I know that it's kind of an interesting choice for this to kind of go. Seems like it's going the MCU Fast and Furious route. They're trying Maybe. to build this shit out. They're getting a bit more modern with how they are showing off these mm-hmm. uh, these mm-hmm. boxing fights. And it it. You know, you see the anime influences that we've heard about uh, in a lot of these interviews with Michael B. Jordan. And even, I've even seen interviews with Jonathan Major saying, like, yeah, Michael B. Jordan loves anime. And he's taught me about, like, the cool, um, which makes sense because, like, you know, a lot of bad uh, voice acting in those movie in those wow. uh, shows. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Uh, really? Uh, just, Why? I can't. It's so much shade. fight. No, I don't think that's the problem with this movie. I don't think it's Michael B. Jordan. I, no. I just think, like, in, in general, when you don't have uh, Stallone to ground you a little bit and just to provide it, one of the criticisms I had for Creed 1 was that, Adonis Creed is the least interesting character out of everybody that surrounded him. And I felt that went again. It, it took a step back yeah, again. Whereas uh, uh, Creed 2, he was a very interesting character, and his tale was very interesting as well uh, when he made his um, track, his arc. But 
In Creed 3, once you pass the point and it gets into like the Rocky formula of let's do a montage, let's build up the big fight, it felt rushed, it felt very weirdly paced, and I felt there was no payoff for the montage. It was just like, we're just going to have you drag a, tr a plane, but like, why? Why are you, why are you pulling the plane? I mean, everything go like Goofy Stallone did in Rocky 4 made sense. This man is, is you know, lifting up with everything without any weights. He's lifting carts. He's helping people out of the snow. I, it just felt like without Stallone and without somebody saying like, hey, wait a minute, let's, let's really step back. What does Rocky mean to people? Mm -hmm. So I think the big problem is what does Creed mean to people? And I don't think it means much compared to Rocky. But I would say on the, on the lower end of the Rocky and Creed movie franchises, if I had to say. Mick Scarpino, what do you think? Tim, you either die a hero or you live long enough to see yourself become Rocky V. This movie did not hit for me. I did not like any of the characters in it. Watching watching Adonis and watching Jonathan Majors, I was I was like I was like who am I who am I supposed to root for here, right? Yeah. Because Adonis was wrong the entire time. Not only was he wrong, the whole thing could have been solved by a, an apology. And then he's like, no, no, no. I know it'll solve this. I'll beat this guy's ass in front of the entire world and take the one thing away from him that he's ever wanted. That's what I'll do. And then at the end of it, I'll celebrate with my daughter and my wife in a ring. That last shot, I was like, oh, what a bad taste in my mouth. Not only that, Jonathan Majors had a, like uh, ended Drago's career, maybe, by having someone beat his ass. I'm like, I, I don't like him either. He, he's not redeemable either. This movie needed to really play with the structure a little bit more and really hone in on the fact that Adonis was fighting his demons and and was wrong. And if, if I mean, obviously we're Monday morning quarterbacking here, but like we needed to walk away with this, having him lose and feeling good for Dame, being like he is the champion now and we're continuing on potentially with his story. Or we needed to get to that important part of the montage where he's failing and he doesn't know what's holding him back. And the reality is he they should have had a scene where he walked to Dame's house, knocked on his door and was like, I'm sorry. Like, it's my fault. This it, I, it is my bad. And then have Dame be deflated and have him be like, okay, I found my power again. But we just didn't get that. And so, you know, it's, a, it's unfortunate because the entire time you're with these movies, I love the character. And I think Michael B. Jordan does a good job playing him. I think the cast is great. Jonathan Majors is, is, is good. Great. But it's just a motivation start, like, winding down toward the end of it because you start thinking, like, why is he fighting this? At, by the way, am I crazy? At any point did Dame want to fight him? Like, I didn't Dave just want to be champion? And then he's like, I'm going to fight you. And he's like, yeah, let's go. Like, we needed that rivalry of, like, he should have come out and be like, no, I want to fight you for the championship, and I'm going to make that happen. Yeah. Similar to how, like, Tommy, not to call it out, but, like, Tommy Gunn was like, I got to fight Rock. I'm always living in this guy's shadow. But I never really felt like Dame was living that. I think he just wanted to be champion. It, it was good. It felt like, you know, that book that Jonathan Majors had was, yep. like, he. this was his plan. Like, he's going to get out of prison. Right. He's going to manipulate Adonis. He's going to get into some of his world, like, infiltrate his family, and then get into, the, like, really weird stuff, right, that's happening here. And then spar against them and then get into that mode and then execute his plan. But once all that Bond villain stuff went away, then what else is there to do for him? Well, also just like I don't know, it was just it was just very it made him a very unlikable character when you realize obviously it made it was telegraphed beyond belief that we're like, of course this guy you know right. orchestrated this whole thing. And then uh Marianne's like, Oh, the picture <laughs> I was like, Oh, you didn't <laughs> could have brought that picture. I was like, earlier. Maybe you could have called him a little earlier when you figured that one out. Um, but I understand she saw it and was like inspired to go look through yeah. the notes and find that piece of information. But you would think if you saw that, you'd be like, oh, this guy's been playing me the entire time. Let me just call the cops. Like, obviously, he just ordered a hit on someone and like it's he's really going back silly. to jail forever. Yeah. It's kind of silly. And it's kind of obviously, look, Rocky Four, 
There's Rocky a lot five. of silly shit. There's in a lot all of the Rocky movies. Silly but shit. But it's, Come on. It's but this is it's soap opera. This, <laughs> this is soap opera silly. This is. But like, we have a good actor. That's a difference here. That is true. But I wish the material. I wish the material were better for Jonathan Majors. I I really think it does him a disservice because that last scene where he's like, it wasn't on on either of us. We were kids. Was so good. But in my back of my mind, I'm like, I don't trust this guy. I don't. This guy literally infiltrated your family. And like now you're cool. I don't know why I find that so funny. <laughs> <laughs> so it's unfortunate. Like I wish, I wish they would have found a way ops. to do <laughs> something was, similar yeah. to like. I mean, I found myself more interested in the Drago relationship than I was with the Dame relationship. I was like, how are you homies with, with Drago now? Like, <laughs> what's that story? That's a little bit crazier. Um, having said all of that, I really, I, I enjoyed the movie from a pay, like a, a visual standpoint. I thought the energy of the fights was cool. They brought some really interesting stuff into the fights. Some stuff I loved. Some stuff I just was like. Wow, great way to just completely deflate the tension in a fight. Mm-hmm. Completely, it, it, even with the sound design, where I'm like, I can tell you guys are in like a twenty by twenty room with with because the, the sound alone makes it sound like you guys are standing near near green screens. Um, but there's a lot of really good stuff in this movie, and it is a fun movie. And if you're looking for something fun to see this weekend, go see it the biggest screen humanly possible. You won't be disappointed. You'll just walk away going, ah, I should have watched Creed two instead. <laughs> yeah, and one thing I want to say is my friend's in this movie, and he, I, I talked to him last night. He's in he's in Budapest right now doing something, and he plays Budapest. yeah Budapest. But the one uh, if you want to watch the movie, he plays Leon. Share the, your the... share your M and M's, okay? <laughs> Don't criticize me. You're not a sharer. I should have shared my M and M's. I had the too M&Ms. much last night. Uh, uh, give me three M and M's. Drop us off. I was like, I are there even M and M's in this bag? There was like more than ten in this fucking bag, <laughs> like plenty. It's basically Nerf Andy throughout the whole entire day. This M and M's is laid him down. This whole, this uh, no 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 it's not that it was the sleep the lack of sleep uh, from waking up and being up all night because my stomach my stomach's fine right now I'm just so tired I've had a, this has been a very long good week to know <laughs> uh, what, what I'm saying so my friend right he plays Leon he plays the, the abusive uh, foster parent mm. and the interesting story is how he got that part was his first was a stuntman he had previous work in one night in Miami he played um, Sonny Liston in that movie he actually bought, oh cool yeah so. He's doing this work here, and then all of a sudden, uh, Michael B. Jordan, they did his test to do that. Remember the scene where the father is beating him, and it's like a crank camera? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Michael B. Jordan's behind that in the camera when they're doing the test, and they saw my friend. He's like, he's really good. He's really good at being this very intimidating person. So he was originally supposed to be Jonathan Major's trainer. The guy's like, come on, keep up your hands, champ. Right. That was him. But he was like, my friend said, well, it wasn't a challenging role to be just like, keep your hands up, and that's it. So instead, he was like... Michael B. Jordan gave him this role to be the Leon, the abusive guy, Damn, cool. because he was like he's really good at it. And then before you know it, he he's out of it. And I was like, dude, that's you know, I loved your part because I've seen that look from him because I acted with him in college, so I'm, I've seen that look from him from across. It was really trippy to see him on the big screen just for that those seconds there. But uh, what was hilarious is we as we were leaving the movie, we're like. I don't know if I can congratulate him. <laughs> yeah. like he did a really great job you're playing a total dude. piece of shit. Yeah, you're a total. But he did a, hey, he did a good job. He did, a, he he did, did a his good job, job correctly. Yeah. So, he was very menacing. And, and I'm happy for my boy to be in the movie, but I have a job to do in reviewing and rank it properly. <laughs> yeah. Rocky you got to take your journalistic integrity. Yeah. What about you, Tim? What did you, you think? You know, about? I'm, I'm closer to Andy for sure on this one. Mm-hmm. Um, but overall, I, I'm, a, I'm a little bit let down from what this movie could have been mm. and has the the signs of being and the, the seeds are there. And there's so many moments where I'm like, this is incredible. They're doing what we've always wanted the Rocky movies to do. When we're seeing him kind of like break down the old Michael B. Jordan fights and be like, okay, cool. He hurt his shoulder here. He hurt his ribs here. And like, it's the systematic takedowns, James Bond villain stuff. All that was so interesting. And I feel like they just 
let go of it. Like they just didn't commit to it. Um, at the end, they just didn't like seal the deal. And I, I'm so bummed by that because we've heard so much about the anime inspirations and oh my God, they're there. They're so mm -hmm. there. They're 90% there. I wish they went 110% because that scene felt awkward. It felt empty. It needed VO. I needed internal monologues. Needed and something. I know that would have been goofy as shit. I know it would have been stupid, but it already was goofy and stupid. And when you don't fully commit to the goofy and stupid, it feels more stupid than goofy. And um, I kind of uh, am, am there. And also, I think that to Nick's point about the pacing of the last fight, the the moment where they kind of go into anime world for a bit, yep. when they come back, it's like, whoa, that was 10 rounds? Like, y'all skipped this shit really, really quick. And uh, I think it was a disservice to the characters and the motivations. And I was never rooting for Creed in this movie ever, period. Yeah, That's not good. Um, I, I feel like this is a fun movie. It was a good time. Like you were saying, I, I do think that there's a, a lot to enjoy. I can't imagine watching this and not enjoying it. There's, it's an enjoyable movie, um, with a lot of really cool stuff and, and a lot of like exciting popcorn-y type moments. But I think that there is no heart. The, everything from that, that Stallone would bring to it, but even in Creed 2, some of the, um, the, the characters we, or the, the character we saw from Michael B. Jordan and, Bianca specifically, Tessa Thompson's character, is robbed in this movie. She has nothing to do. This feels like such a regression. Jonathan Majors, of course, is great, but I, I wish they gave him more. I really, yeah. like, we're now two movies in a row that I'm like, he was great, but he could have been so much better had he been given something like special. Um, and I, I think to me, like this, this feels like a Rocky sequel. It feels like we're we're in like Rocky, and I don't even want to compare it specifically to a Rocky sequel, but it very much feels like that. Whereas Creed felt like a revelation to me. Creed mm. is a is a movie where I'm like, this is how you do a legacy sequel. God damn. Right. And then Creed Two was like, oh, you just upped the ante and made this even more hype and more. It was just more. This just kind of feels like, all right, cool. It's 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 another sequel in a franchise, and it reminds me more of Fast Nine or Hobbs and Shaw than it does. Yeah. Fast five or six or seven, you know, yeah. and I'm 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 let down by that. But again, it was a, it was entertaining. I I'll watch these movies forever because I think that they're they're fun as hell, and like I like the 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 template they have, right? Right. They're, hey, here's some situations. Here's a weird dramatic beat that may or may not work. Here's a montage time, and it's the final fight. But let me fucking tell you. <laughs> The way that they kill his mom in this. Yeah. What the fuck? It was so unnecessary. We were talking the last couple of weeks about, like, did Rocky need to get cancer? Did we need to deal with the, the daughter not being able to hear? In this movie, the, the dramatic um, subplot is, it is just out of left It's field. so wasted, and it's never really even talked about again. It's, like, weird. Think about those final moments in the ring. But when, like, is, is there any, like... For you, mom, or like, yeah, you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, and it, and it's unfortunate because again, again, to to the same point of giving Jonathan Majors a little bit more character depth, um, you know, have Felicia Rashad is just like, <laughs> well, no, I mean, but you have Felicia Rashad, and that scene was great. It was just, great. Scene. The movie it, that the movie was undeserving of that. Mm -hmm. That scene was gut wrenching. Oh me. yeah, <laughs> I I was like, wow, this is too. Or I guess one actor on on camera with another actor. <laughs> no, um, he's, he's a good crier. He was great in that. Michael Jordan's a good cry and a good yeller. Um, he, I, I really felt that scene. And I thought it was really good. good. And I wish we could have explored. I, I just find myself wishing we could have explored some of those other angles a little bit more because the, the sort of soap opera comic book heel turn of of Dame's character. It's just man. Not only have we seen it before, but shit, we've seen it before in the Rocky series. Mm -hmm. So I wish we could have found something else for him to do. Like it, it, again, Monday morning quarterback and just spitballing here for for Creed Four. 
Uh, I wish his whole point of his character were to get Creed back into fighting because he retired too early, and that would have he would have been like, Creed I know it back was bizarre. It was bizarre. It felt and that and it shouldn't feel bizarre mm. in a movie called Creed. No, you should be like he just. But but he felt that they're like he was like people asked him just like, do you think you retired too soon? He's like, yeah, I guess I don't know. Like it didn't really feel no, like he just, got yeah. pulled out of boxing Dude, too early. And you know we've watched all the Rocky movies, and I swear to God, it got like hilariously comical. Where movie after movie, which back then was not a couple years in between, it was decades in between. Yeah, we're all like, "You're telling me this Rocky guy's gonna fight? No fucking way!" No fucking way. And then they make me believe that yeah, he think, fought, and he, he won, or he lost, whatever it was. It's like he did the damn thing. Right. For movies and movies and movies with Creed, it's like I, you're retired. Like I, there's something, but about, now you're kind of booking, but you're kind of not like. And I, but like I definitely missed a lot of that as well because when we see Adonis walk up to him and be like, "I want to be the champ," I was like, "Oh fuck, he's he's challenging Creed." I don't know where I missed that Creed had retired. I knew Creed was had his side hustle, but I thought, "What's his face, uh, Mexican boxer, uh, uh, Felix. Felix?" I thought Charles. Felix was a different a class, class or class. whatever. I, like, so too. I, I don't, I, I just like, I had missed, I'm sure they said it, don't get me wrong, I'm really bad at like, maybe my mind wandered off in that Many moment. Items. But like, I, I, I swear when he's there. like, I want to be the champ, I was like, damn, he's like challenging Adonis for the, for yeah. the belt, that's crazy. And then we see him in the restroom, he's like, Adonis wants to fight um, Felix. Felix, and, and I'm like, Oh. <laughs> oh, shit! I guess I you guess he's not boxing. Dame wants to fight Felix. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. That was yeah. That was that whole thing felt like like look. It's absurd in Rocky when he but but Creed but uh, but uh, Carl Weathers has such magnetism mm -hmm. and such charm. He sold you it. believe he, sold he can fight. sell that fight to the boxing commission mm -hmm. in Philadelphia, right? The Italian Stallion. Remember saying say that? You're like, God, I want Sounds to hang like out with this guy. That's movie. That's what yeah, he exactly. Like, he just does, yeah. But versus I, Apollo I think, Creed. But versus Apollo Creed. The American it's dream is what American, he says, right? Yeah, like, this it. This is what the American dream is. And, and he sells the fight to everyone. He's like, no. And that makes sense. smart. Remember? Yes. And he also knows he's going to win. Yeah, Michael B. Jordan in this role this this version of Creed, just uh, I mean, it kind of reminds me of like uh, the, for that. it reminds me of like why Ric Flair was such a big character and they had to change so much with his daughter um, Charlotte. Charlotte Flair's like character like she doesn't do the same stuff Ric Flair does. Yeah, she doesn't have the mag because like she same like, energy. I was just listening to an interview with with her and she's like, I don't really have that, so I chose to go a different route with my character. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I can't do the. The fucking styling, wheeling, dealing, you know, like, yeah. And I, he doesn't have that. Like, he, this character just doesn't have that level of like flair. You know, for hey, lack of a better hey, word. Wow. <laughs> it's true, and it, and it's unfortunate because that the, the the quickness with which all that has to has to go. Which you know, in Rocky One, like we go from like picking him, and he's like, you remember at first he's like, I, I, I no, yeah, he said, like I'm not gonna do that. Through, yeah. I, I remember Rocky thought he was gonna be a sparring partner, and even then he's like, I'm not gonna take any cheap blows. Right. Like, a, very humble, right. And then we go from him deciding to like let Dame fight to like th five minutes later, there's a championship fight, and it's right. like oh, Los yeah. Angeles, this right. feels, Showtime, which, all yeah, of a sudden, yeah. It, it feels it feels just a little bit rushed and a little bit unearned, unfortunately. <laughs> it was sick. Um, the battle, the, the, the battle Showtime of Los Angeles shit was awesome. sick. Yeah, but I agree with you, Nick. They could have built it up to where like I like okay, what was all she missing in this was like the city of Los Angeles. So you had the city of Philadelphia being a big character throughout the entire Rocky franchise, but why not have why not have the city of Los Angeles be a part of that? Let the people talk about Dame. Let the people talk about Donis. Let's show some scenes about everyone getting this hype behind the Battle of Los Angeles because yeah. all of a sudden you you have this montage. You got a Showtime montage. Cut to 
Dodger Stadium being filled to the brim for this battle of Los Angeles. But you're like, but why? Why, why does everyone else care? Yeah. I mean, it's it's not like it's a you know Jake Paul type situation because those are yeah I know, but it's like it's it's being built up properly, right? Those yeah. are being advertised properly. In the movie, I wish we got more of that fe- like that fever for this yeah. fight. Yeah, and they they touch on it a little bit of like. This man was one of the best boxers until he went to jail for 18 years. Yeah. And they touch on that a little bit. And I wish they dove even deeper into like this would have been the great, the greatest boxer ever had he not gone to like and sold it a little bit. And like they that and also fucking show that body <laughs> in this advertisement to get the crowd because they don't show the body until that first fight. You're like, come on, bro. We need come to see on. that, see that torso. It's, it's yeah, like you, you want to see Michael Myers right off the rip. You, know? yeah. you don't want to yeah. wait for Michael to show up. Mm-hmm. But the whole time, Eddie was like, look, dude, he has a sweater on. Dude. Yeah, <laughs> he's hiding it right now. He's hiding it. Yeah. Yeah, I, this movie does feel like there's a good 20 minutes that missing. It's just missing. Yeah. And it feels like they ex- that they're there, that they exist, that they just work cut out for whatever reason to slim down the runtime. Because, yeah, I was saying it, the runtime here was uh, an hour 56 minutes. It's the shortest Creed movie, and it's almost the shortest uh, uh, Rocky movie. Rocky Three is like thirty minutes long, but <laughs> and it's 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 unfortunate too because like you know say what you will about some of those aside, say what you will about some of those B and C plots in the Rocky and the Creed franchise, but those are some of my favorite moments because those are, those are the those are the unnecessary but very very heartfelt character development moments, right? Um, Rocky having cancer, we all you, you guys were split on that. You're like this feels like it's a different movie to me. You know, it's a boxing movie, and right. at, at, at the end of the day, it's kind. You got to try real hard to make boxing fun to watch, right? Because we've seen like so many boxing movies. So to me, it's about their stories. It's about their struggles. Mm-hmm. And we got some, to this movie's credit, we got some of that. But to this movie's discredit, I was way more interested in Bianca's like storyline mm-hmm. and him trying to become this promoter and their new life as away from boxing than I was with him coming back to the ring. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And so that's where I feel like the movie fundamentally fails. I just fundamentally was not rooting. I was like, if I was his friend, I'd be like, no, <laughs> you don't need to, don't right. fight this yeah. guy. I don't want to watch you fight this guy. Like he didn't really, and it's not like, they just didn't push him hard enough toward the clubber Lang angle because they were like, that was a cheap one-dimensional yeah. character. You can yeah. tell they wanted to give Jonathan Majors a little bit more, but he needed to be. I thought he was gonna be more the, of a nuisance. You know, yeah, like, dude, he like, needed like to be in, way more like, like that. be like like be more like predatory almost, like show up where he's not supposed. to Like, remember to when be? Clubber Lang was yeah, like like Rocky went to Starbucks and Clubber Lang was like, "Hi, I'm your barista." Like exactly. he was like, fucking <laughs> everywhere. Like that's what he's like. I thought Jonathan oh, Major was you, like because no, Jonathan Major has that moment where he goes. I'm coming after everything. Yeah, what did he come after? All right, you got the belt. What else? Like, make him shut down the the infiltrate the the family gym. Make I I thought he was going to take Bianca away from him. Kind of like felt that way. Felt that way, right? None of that happened, and it felt weird. Yeah, yeah, (laughs) yeah. Jonathan Majors. um, uh, I as you're watching the movie, you're wondering how is this? How is he going to become a villain? And it's fairly disappointing, right? Like I, I, but I still think it's. A, way more than any other Rocky movie has given us, villain wise. I totally, and, I'm with you. And, that, and that's why I still like. That's why this movie is still elevated enough for me to where, like, as you're watching it, I need more. I need him to become more of a villain for more of a reason. And as you're watching, you're like, okay, where where is the other shoe going to drop? How is this going to happen? And it it isn't super satisfying, but it it also wasn't like disappointing to me i didn't i didn't feel like super disappointed by by uh um freaking jonathan mage's story i just felt like of course there could have been more we could have given him more to do you know and that's my that's my disappointment too right i don't like when the rocky franchise has a villain i like when they have an antagonist 
And to me, Drago was an antagonist. He was a villain for the first part. This clo- this like this uh, a one dimensional sort of like Russian hulking machine. Russian yeah. machine. But that dinner party is when he when you humanize him. You start sympathizing for him, and I think that's why you care about that last fight because you actually have a stake in Drago's uh, uh, success Corner, yeah. as well, right? You get you saw what happened to Ivan. You want Victor to almost succeed, but you also love Creed. You want him to to find his legacy. Mm-hmm. Those are two cataclysmic ideas clashing with each other in a ring, metaphorically and then figuratively as they're actually punching each other in this one i just don't know why like it just feels like they were like ah let's throw something else out what haven't we done yet oh we haven't done rocky five yet all right we'll pull it out let's do rocky five <laughs> and it and it sucks that's unfortunate we are about to get into the plot but before we do that here's a word from our sponsors shout out to shady rays for sponsoring this episode look how cool i look you too can look this cool our friends at shady rays have you covered from the sun to the slopes with premium polarized shades customizable snow goggles and so much more shady rays offers the most insane protection in all of eyewear every pair of sunglasses is backed by lost and broken replacements if you lose or break your pair even on day one they told us they will send you a brand new pair no questions asked they'll also provide 10 meals to fight hunger in america with every order and have donated over 20 million meals to date that's fantastic there's no risk when you shop with shady rays their team always has your back exclusively for y'all listeners and watchers right now shady rays has given out their best deal of the new year you can go to shadyrays.com and use code kind of funny for 50 percent off two plus pairs of polarized sunglasses try for yourself these are five star rated by over 200,000 people again that shadyrays.com use the code kinda funny shout out to honey for sponsoring this episode honey is the easy way to save when shopping on your iphone or computer and thanks to honey manually searching for coupon codes is a thing of the past and we all know there's nothing better than the feeling of saving money honey is the free shopping tool that scours the internet for promo codes and applies the best one it finds to your cart when you check out the honey button appears and all you have to do is click apply coupons you wait a few seconds you see the fun little dancing guy honey searches for coupons and it finds you the best ones and then you just watch the prices drop we here at kind of funny have been using honey for years and it's helped us save thousands on tech costumes food you name it honestly i just love how easy it is to just set and forget and save that's the best part honey doesn't just work on desktops it works on your phone too you just activate it on safari on your phone you save on the go if you don't already have honey you could be straight up missing out you can get paypal honey for free at joinhoney.com slash kind of funny that's joinhoney.com slash kind of funny this episode is brought to you by paramount plus Get in, loser! Mean Girls is now streaming on Paramount+. Plus. Join Katie Heron as she meets the plastics and Tina Fey's new twist on the modern classic. Get ready for more of the rumors, backstabbing, and jokes you loved from the original movie with some fetch surprises. Rated PG-13. Wear pink and head to ParamountPlus.com to try it free. It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle, a run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. Plot. Here's the plot. It's the plot. Here's the plot. Ladies and gentlemen... Here's the plot for Creed 3. We start 
In the far off year of 2002, a young Adonis Creed is sneaking out of his house so to Dr. go hang Gray out too, right? with oh, yeah. his friend yeah. Damien Dame Anderson. Uh, depending on the month, this might have been the month I graduated college. Oh, God. <laughs> wow. Oh, wow. Think about wow. that. Think about that, That's ladies and gentlemen. About. Uh, of course, uh, they go uh, to an underground boxing match, and we, we establish that Dame is incredible. He's on the rise as one of the best pro-am or amateur boxers, soon to be pro-am, and he lays it all out for, him, for Adonis. He's like, I'm going to be Golden Gloves, win the Olympics, go pro, be the best I ever was. And you believe it. And these yeah. two actors are great. These they two are. kids, great chemistry. Yep. It, phenomenal. Um, great to see, you know, very nostalgic for me, Andy, see in 2002 again. I never thought I'd see that recreated. Listen to you Drake. Know, it was just, like, we didn't have it was cell phones so long ago. back there. We couldn't, like, take photos of it. I had a Nokia. <laughs> oh, and I took when you took a picture of it, you'd be like, I think that's something. You would just see colors. It's 12 by pixels. 20. Yeah, it was awesome. <laughs> Is it me, though? Didn't, like, the, like, wireless cell phone signals work better back in those days? Well, if you had a cell phone. Well, if you yeah, were, I feel yeah, like they worked a they were probably, Yeah, there was right. 30 yeah. people on the fucking yeah. network. <laughs> <laughs> also, we remember that's when you had to text with the uh, with the alphanumeric. Text. Yep. Yep. Oh, bro, you'd be drive. I'd be driving. Just yeah, you knew it, bro. Taking a fucking look at my phone. Not even. Right? Oh, one, one, one hand. One hand. One machine. What's that down there? Whoa. Uh, they. <laughs> I mean, are you ambidextrous? <laughs> That's where he ended. <laughs> oh, did you say Are that? you no. ambidextrous? <laughs> <laughs> no, that's not where I ended. That's I not what maybe I, I said. I thought maybe I pulled another. Um, well, what did we do you last remember week? Remember that? Remember that? <laughs> <laughs> I don't watch our live. Remember that, Andy? Remember that? Andy, remember. My wife. Remember that? Remember that, Andy? God. Are you okay, Andy? Okay. Uh, <laughs> They go to a liquor store, of course. Donnie encounters a man named Leon, and he just snaps and attacks that guy. And we go 18 years later. Donnie is having his final fight. He is uh, fighting pretty Ricky Connell one more time. And, of course, we establish Donnie's at the high. Ricky Connell's three years past his prime. Uh, this should be an easy fire for him, but Donnie's taking some damage here. And, yeah. and, and, and let me just say that I, I love already the way that this is kind of being presented to us is Michael Jordan, as a kid, beat the fuck out of some dude. We don't know why. Bam, who we are, kind of like present day or the right. final day of Creed's career. Okay. okay, I like what this movie is doing editing wise. I mm -hmm. like what this movie is doing direction wise. In. First half so is far, really good. In. Yeah. Awesome. First half was really good. And about this fight right here, I like the idea what I thought we were getting into, like you said, Tim, if we're going to go anime, go all in. Don't go a little bit. Right here, is this a little taste of it where you're seeing that Creed's like looking exactly where he wants to hit that so or hit Connie? And I'm like, yes, dude, this is what I seeing want. The taking, yeah. taking punishment to do it, but seeing the chess match right. unfold, playing chess really while, cool. while the other guy's playing checkers. Very, and I, very And I've noticed that in these fights for Michael B. Jordan as a director, he wants us in there. We are super close into this fight. There's no like any crowd scenes. We're literally standing in the ring with it. And I liked it. I liked the fight of bringing that. And I like the idea of bringing Conley back, like you mentioned, totally. to cement his legacy as a champion. I yep. felt this. But let uh, me just say, no HBO, no Michael Buffer, no Max Kellerman. Yes, I agree we, with you. A, a, a big, big, big omission big here. Downgrade. Huge downgrade. This straight up. What was that dude at the end, dude? The, the ring announcer in the end was so distracting. Who is that he guy? He must be someone big. So, Not so lie. He I don't know. Yeah, he must be from DAZN, yeah, I assume. Yeah, he is, must be big. No, which no is the channel, the, the network DAZN or whatever yeah. that you saw yeah, over. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, it's always weird because you're like, it's time. You expect that? And this yeah. guy's like, are you ready for the yeah, fun? Yeah, 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 and yeah. I was like, oh, that's your catchphrase? Yeah, that's what yeah, we're doing here? Yeah. Who is Andy, it? what's your catchphrase if you're a boxing Like I said, I know he's legit. I'm sure he's If you're a big fight, you love him. He's great. But he just felt out of place. 
in the world that they were building. It would have made sense if, like, since we don't know him, if he was a dude in one of the earlier fights where Mike or uh, um, uh, Jonathan Majors is fighting as a as a youth yeah. kid. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, but like, oh, whatever. He's just a, a dude trying to be a ring announcer. Good for that dude. But yeah, it's just it's not Michael Buffer. Yeah, like no. The, I'm, I'm this guy, I'm sh- Bruce. David, yes, or Bruce. David Diamante. Yeah, he's le- okay. So he's, he's the he's voice le- of boxing. He's a legit dude. Comes right? the voice of boxing. He's dude. Legit dude. But I just felt like. But the general public doesn't know it, this dude. Unless you were a big fight fan, yeah, you would know him. But we know Michael Buffer. We know Bruce Buffer. Oh yeah. See, like that that dude. It, it took me out of it because I just felt like it didn't add to the big fight feel. But obviously. He is this modern day's Michael Buffer. Yeah, he's this day's Bruce yeah. Buffer. So yeah. I this, this was this felt like, uh, uh, but the tone was off. Like suddenly going with the zone, like the zone just feels like a made up network. I'm sorry. I know it's a real network. Mm-hmm. It just doesn't say ESPN or HBO. Like right. the the general public, I don't think knows what the fuck the zone is. <laughs> which which is kind of like an interesting metaphor to the entire movie franchise of, of Creed where it's heading it's heading to more of the modern take more of the anime more of the, the zone it felt like and they got outbid so it honestly. seems like it's an international thing so it's yeah. big internationally that's what I mean like it feels like they're they're going away from the old school stuff that we yeah we tend to like yeah Andy well if you're an, if you're the announcer if you're the what would your what would your catchphrase be? Oh, that's a good one. Everybody, be careful. <laughs> <laughs> Stay safe out there. So, a lot of CTE in the sport. Do, do you want to guess what uh what David Diamante's uh like signature thing is? Yeah. It, what it, it, he repeats the people's last names twice. That's oh. what happened. He was like Creed, Creed, Creed. I I I was wondering like, oh, is that because the nickname isn't Hollywood Creed? It's just like Adonis Creed. Creed, and I was like, that no. may be why. And then he said, Dame, whatever Dame's last name was, Anderson. And he said, Dame Anderson, Anderson. I was like, oh, never mind. <laughs> I yeah, was wrong in my initial echoes. assumption yeah. here. Um, just felt out of place. Well, we'll get to that because we're not quite there yet. This yeah. fight, uh, this <laughs> yeah. fight's great. Uh, he's taking a lot of punishment. Bianca's like, what are you doing? He's like, don't worry, I got this. I got this right. Duke's like, what's? I love that Duke's here. I love that we're mm, we're yep. building Lil his Duke character Duke out more. So um, Lil Duke. I love that. I don't even Duke think they call so him Lil Duke in this now. Duke, I think man. he's just Duke now. He's Duke now because uh, he's probably got some kids as well. Um, yeah, it felt like he took more of a role where Bianca took less of a role. Yes, mm-hmm. but, but like, and I that makes me sad for Bianca. But goddamn, like Duke, Duke is so fucking good in this movie. And he's like, "What are you doing?" And Michael B. Jordan's like, "Checkmate," which is a pretty cool. It's a callback too. Andy, if thing, I think we're yeah. gonna win Fortnite next time, I'm just gonna say checkmate, and you're gonna checkmate. And I'm gonna look at Nick, and he's gonna be fucking <laughs> y- miles away from me. Like, Nick, why are you away from the team right now? In the back of the building. All the thing, bro. Was it was a building. Back of the building. Tim, it was a building the size of five Costco's. It's not like he's down the fucking doorway. <laughs> like, you know, Tim, if you play with me, you'd have my back. That's all I'll say. God, That's all I'll say. Uh, anyway, uh, 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 of course, Creed has, sees his opening, takes it, and puts Ricky, pretty Ricky Connolly down. Wins his fight, retains the belt, wins his final fight. Goes out 27-1. and one. Of course, the one he lost was to Wheeler, I want to say. Yep. Yeah. Stuntman. Stuntman. Uh, but he beat Connolly twice and cements his uh, his legacy. Uh, then we go over there. We meet. We see uh, his wife Bianca. We see we, uh, a now fully grown, you know, uh, daughter Amara. Big kid. Um, big no, kid. sorry, he lost to Connolly. Did he, he lose lost to Connolly? He lost to Creed, Creed one. one. Yeah, Connolly to Connolly. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Right. Okay. Got it. Um, let's see where we at. Donnie also runs Delphi. We we established this. He but it's a new location. He's like revamped it. It's cool. He's up in the head office it's and he's bedroom starting to him, yeah. promote fights now. So he's got Felix uh, Chavez, who is going to be his uh, who is. 
who is who is the champion and is fighting Drago, which I'm like, that's awesome. Drago is a character in this. Yep. I was hoping he would be, and he is. And you know what? Honestly, guys, seems like a pretty cool guy. Dude, big Drago fan. Big Drago. This guy seems Likes good. A lot. Who played the uh, Felix's mom? Because I know that she's she's part, she's very like I don't, I'm not familiar with. The but actors. from basically, you could tell that they did not. Felix couldn't carry a scene. Oh no, anything. it's cannon fodder, dude. Is he, a real, is he a real boxer? He probably is. He's got to be real. Oh, he's got to be. If he's he's not, he seems like a real boxer. He's, he's not, he has a, the, the, the ears of a boxer, basically. If he's acting yeah, chops are that bad, yeah. there's no way that he's not a boxer. But, so you're saying Michael B. Jordan's a boxer also? Well, because yeah. here's the thing. Like, when we first watched Shang-Chi, and I was like, oh, about this Razor Fist guy, Razor he's got to be an athlete that got, like, just hired to be an actor, and we just don't know it. And then <laughs> I, found, I was like... It kind of makes sense. Yeah, <laughs> yeah fair enough. Well, what I was going to say was, like, it's obviously that they paired Felix Chavez with the mom character because the mom character is actually to carry, an actress. To be, like, the manager. Yeah, the, man, like the but, I, but even in that, I'm like, I need to know this family a lot more to care. And yeah. she was kind of over the top all the time. And I'm like, this, the two of them were stinkers. Yeah. yeah I, I, I didn't, I didn't, again, this, I'm like, who am I rooting for in this dynamic of any right. of these things? Because. I, I just I, I kept finding like the the part the character I probably liked the most in this entire film. Felix is was, an actor. No was the way. <laughs> it was the daughter. Yeah, the daughter was adorable. The daughter was love the daughter. Love the daughter. daughter. She so was adorable. Much. Love their relationship. Love that obviously he's bringing up the next generation of great. Yep. She's throwing she's throwing hands. We get that scene with her like not knowing how to do conflict resolution with someone who rips up her face. So she's just fucking right. So right so straight good. right right to the yeah. face. Takes that girl to the dome. Um. Uh, of course, uh, Dame gets released from prison now. Uh, we see him, and he comes to visit. And I'll I'll say this, Dame. I know you've been in prison for eighteen years. Don't. But the disrespect to my guy's hood. Can't lean you on can't the put, You can't be putting the bag. No, it wasn't the lean. Oh, it was the bag. It was the bag that he oh, takes yeah. off and scrapes the top of the hood with. I'm like, that's. I mean, step into the ring. Let's go. <laughs> We're fighting for the championship yeah, right now. Get, get in, in there right now. Because this is what was it? Rolls Royce or Bentley? yeah? It was Rolls Royce. I'll give you the keys to the gym Don't. if you. <laughs> I have to say, Jonathan Majors, like this moment where he's playing this like very like subtle, like Mike Tyson esque, very sweet man, and he's very like, oh, woe is me type of beat. He's like, I'm a little down on my luck. As you can, as we find out later, that was just a performance that he is himself is doing. But I liked this. Everything Jonathan Majors was doing. He went to acting school in the jail. Yeah, in what, the jail. Like, <laughs> really good. But was it a performance? Because I think so. That that was the confusing aspect of it. Was like he at the end, he's the same person that he was at the beginning. It's just the middle where he he either shows or his true colors bottom, or becomes yeah. this like hate filled rage monster. And I just don't think they did a good job of like distinguishing between the two. I didn't actually. So get, that's the guy. Uh, uh, God, that's Felix Chavez. Uh, Jose Benavidez Jr. Okay, so that is not an actor. He oh, is a okay. Yeah, he's what, was he a fight, a, okay. what was he a fighter in, though? Was he UFC, UFC or is he a boxer? No, he's a boxer. He's a boxer. Okay. He's, a, yeah, he's a, a welterweight. That explains yeah. why he's not a heavyweight. Yeah, he's, pretty, mm -hmm. he's smaller. He's not from too small, Mexico. He's 5'11". Um, yeah, when I mean, we thought it, there was a sort of size disparity between Michael B. Jordan and Drago. And here it felt even more pronounced where it's yeah. like, this guy's a bit leaner than Michael B. Jordan is body-wise. It's like they look even more of an out. Like they are not a good matchup right now. Yeah, we had a chuckle <laughs> when they both like were sitting side by side in front. We're like, yeah, 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 fucking <laughs> right, bro. <laughs> um, well, Dame is like, look, I'm not looking for a handout, but I want what I've always wanted, which is to be the world champion. And mm -hmm. and uh, Creed's like, look, dude, we're, you're older than me, and I'm past my prime, so it's probably not going to happen for you. But this is probably my possible. favorite scene in the whole movie. Great possible. I like Great this. Scene. This scene at the diner, I think, is so well acted, and there's so much coming across from each character without a whole lot being said. In mm -hmm. just looks and vibes, and them sitting there, like there, there's so much 
like contextual dialogue happening, and I, God damn, like th- th- this is where Sancho Lee over me, like hey, the fucking Jonathan really Majors is really good. At I'm this. still in. I'm still <laughs> in this movie. I'm Great. still in. Uh, of course, Creed's like, look, come by the gym. We'll set you up. We'll get you going. We'll put you on the track. We'll get you some fights. Which to me is like, cool. End of story. Like, let's let's just maybe. Uh, I'm hopeful, and I, I'm like, I know where this is going. But I'm kind of hopeful that this movie is really just about him getting Dame the championship and being the Rocky for this guy. Right. And we just didn't do that. Well, I mean, if they would have let him Dame fester, because remember the whole thing that Jonathan Majors is like, this man's living the life I'm supposed to be having. Like when he went to Bianca, he's like, how does it feel for someone to sing your music? Good. Love Don't that shit. Like that was really cool, right? But scenes. those are the scenes was, that I, I almost believe you. Yeah. Yeah. God. yeah. So, so, those are the thing that I thought Jonathan Majors, if they let that fester more, then you, you would understand he's in a front row seat of the life he was supposed to have versus seeing it from a prison screen. Yeah, and I totally understand that. And they, they, I think they, they set that up. But I wish the character were just a little deeper because mm. when we get to the beach scene where he's like, he's just, he's like a yeah. stereotypical bad guy in a Fast and Furious movie. Yeah, yeah. Um, totally. Actually, Fast and Furious movies probably have better bad guys than this. Or this was like just like I'm like, whoa, we went real movie. hard. A bad boys. Movie. Yeah, it's like a bad, bad boys. boys movie. Yeah, yeah. Um, it's a, yeah, it was, yeah, it was yeah, unfortunate. Yeah, uh, we're not quite there yet. Of course, he brings in, uh, he brings Dame into uh, uh, the gym, and you know, Duke's like thinking, we're all thinking, this guy's, he's a live wire man. He's gonna hurt. Felix, because you have to train, you know. You gotta, I'm, well, I'm just thinking like Jonathan Bay just being like, I hacked into your whole network. Starts throwing cars at him. You're like, yeah. oh, we see a bunch of prison, drones bro. rise up yeah. above the horizon. Yeah. You, you better run, Creed. At least Theron's there with that bad hair. You're like, what the fuck? <laughs> it's a king variant, dude. That's what I thought. Yeah. Yeah. By the way, this is my first time watching the Fast trailer. Yeah, you saw it in the, in the theater. My yeah. first time watching it in the theaters. <laughs> oh, because <laughs> I, I I didn't watch it the, that morning of, and I and I was like, I'll watch it soon enough, and I just never got to it. Okay. And the whole what time I'm sitting, the whole time I'm sitting there, and like, like the cars when, when Vin Diesel's bringing both the helicopters out, I'm just like, this is incredible. <laughs> I was sitting next to Goldfarb. I was like, no fucking way, dude! <laughs> like this looks amazing. So you only saw it once, and it was happening fast. But did you? I'm furious. Yeah. But did did you catch what the main central plot of that movie is that uh that one of the dudes in the heist was jason was momoa, jason momoa and, <laughs> and now, it was his fault like, and now he's his risen funny. to power it's so, like, it's it so good so I hysterical of that i love it it's ridiculous <laughs> that, that'll be an in review i'm sure an yeah. epic in review for another day uh we're not quite there yet of course because the sparring session does not go well um of course dame visits the house he starts to get to know Bianca. She invites him to the party. And this is where this movie starts to pop off because mm-hmm. a fight breaks out at this party. Uh, Drago is injured. Um, everyone in the room, myself included, is like, I think Dame probably orchestrated this a little bit. And sure enough, he of course did. Uh, but not before Felix gets committed. Felix now needs an opponent. Now, I don't know a lot about boxing. <laughs> and maybe you can tell me this. But are there really only ever two people in the world that uh, that a well, professional boxer could fight while someone's hand for like? By the way, first off, most fighters in UFC that I know of, maybe you fight twice in a year. You would maybe be, you fight twice in a year. You'd be surprised, dude. This happens a lot in in sports where something an injury happens and they have oh, that, to slot in. Fighters so, have to pull out all the time. Right, right. What I'm asking you is, if you're the heavyweight champion and you're supposed to fight me and I'm supposed to be the contender for that, right? Right. I get taken out. There's 20 other guys that are think, ranked higher than anyone out well, there that could, that could step in at least for a fun fight. But the whole, the the whole factor is they're trying to find a name or like a story to bring in the like the more big right. box office. So like my point was, my example I was going to bring in in the in the MMA world, Brock Lesnar's opponent for some reason gets hurt, and then some random dude comes in and fights Brock, and Brock has no experience 
and fighting like the he had no scouting or anything. And this dude beat Brock Lesnar like right off the rip. I mean, this guy was wearing pink hair. I don't remember his name, but I just remember that moment. Not remember. And everyone was just like, "Holy! Like Brock's not legit." So there's a reason why even if you are a top contender, like you mentioned, you don't want to take a fight on short notice because you don't want to be clowned out because you're not prepared. Oh, that makes person. sense. So that's why if, like you probably go down the line, nah, I'm not gonna fight him. But then you're like, well, who else are we gonna? But it's such a, a leap. You're like, but yeah, it's a Dame. Big, but, <laughs> why not? The guy working out. Yeah, here. but but I mean, there's a difference, in, and we'll move on because we're, we're yeah, splitting hairs, we're splitting hairs yeah. here. But there's a difference between like like that happens in UFC a lot. Of people do. They, well, they, they, I just pop. learned it real quickly. Oh my god! <laughs> nice. Oh no! <laughs> yeah, I mean, it happens. You see where people pop like they don't pass their drug test or for whatever reason, yeah. and then they have a week's notice. And I understand that, but they're like, there's no like. I mean, far fetched. It's so far fetched, and it just feels so weird. And then in that whole scene, Andy, Andy even turned to me. He was like, "Wow, this is a bad scene." Where he's on the phone, he's like, "I'll get. We got to get something. We got to sell it. Yada yada yada." It just. It was supposed to be a callback to Rocky One World Call Weather. Right. Nick, let me just say that Nick agreed with me there. I agreed. It was it was uh, not a good scene. The first. I was like, bad it was bad acting. And Nick it, was like, he's is bad. Bad he's acting, bad, bad, bad writing. writing. The scene felt it like it stuck out like a sore thumb, unfortunately. And I think this is where the movie starts taking a turn for me where it starts getting We gotta make a deal. You can't cancel this right now. We gotta do this. Like, and she's like, We my son's gotta get paid. I'm like, your son's the heavyweight champion of the world. And to I mean, I don't know how old he is. But he's probably thirty. He's yeah. got a solid five to yeah. six years left he's of just fighting. Chill for a bit. Just six I, if I were out. you, what I would do is maybe not make him fight someone who just got out of an eighteen-year prison sentence who, and looks like he could murder everyone in the fucking room. <laughs> I, I would have to say this: his fighting style is so cool, though. It's like it goes it's very after animate. like yeah. very, and his he has a crab shell. It's not like a Philly shell. It's not like Floyd Mayweather. But this dude has an old. And there, I love that line. They're like, his fighting technique is very old that we haven't seen in a long time. Yeah, eighteen years. Cool. Eighteen years, but dude, it looks like he was like parrying. Yeah, yeah. when he get punched, you like, he yeah. looked like he was like he was. A, yeah, there were moments where he was like, throw, he, like he was pushing yeah. off yeah. and yeah. parrying yeah. some of the blows. Slow mo cool. for a second. <laughs> yeah, but there's that funny, like there's that funny moment where the sparring, uh, right before any of this kind of really happens, when he finally becomes the sparring partner. And it's like, all right, sparring's about to begin. And I thought that's when we were going to see the chest reveal. We didn't. And we cut he away was waiting. from it. You were waiting. And then I was like, uh, and Felix is dead now. <laughs> like, like, Felix has perished in the in the sparring match. Man, right uh, no, because when he knocks him out in the ring, yeah, you, I was like, oh, Felix is dead. Yeah. I thought he killed him. It looked, and I was like, yeah. oh, that's maybe that's the motivation where he's like, I'm, I'm a fucking killer. And I killed this guy. And it's very much like Drago killing your father. And he's had these flashbacks. Oh my God, I made this horrible choice. And this kid's there. And then 15 minutes later, he looks like, Hey, I hope you win this fight. <laughs> and street fighter character. And the mom's there too. The mom who is <laughs> yeah. like, I, my, my son is my priority is like, I'm glad to watch you Adonis taking my son's opportunity right. for a fucking rematch against right. this guy and get another payday. It's weird. Anyway, it's very weird. Very weird. We go, we go into the fight. Uh, uh, Felix loses, of course, gets maybe murdered. We don't know, and they make no. <laughs> it's not like we don't get to see with Donnie in the hospital. On. Donnie goes, on. I'm gonna give him some space. <laughs> I was like, go to the hospital. We what don't the just go into the fight. We see, I think, a top three intro. I think Felix's oh, intro, oh, Felix's yeah. intro was incredible. Oh, yeah, Felix's intro was right. some of the hype shit, man. Play the, play the play the intro podcast song. Uh. Let's see. In, intro, intro. Which intro's the best? Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back. Which intro's the best? Oh, I'm your host, Nick Scarpino. Which intro's the best? <laughs> I'm your host, Nick Scarpino. We've talked about the intros here. I was hoping this movie would have 
good intros. And let me tell you, it didn't disappoint. This one was amazing. The rest of them disappointed. The hell quasi out. okay. But this one coming in with the guy with the pop and smoke mm-hmm. and the, the fucking the, Cavalera. The, the, yeah, the Calavera and the mm-hmm. smoke. And I was like, what the fuck is happening right now? This so is so lit. Felix wearing the, the sort of, is, kind is, of? Is, I don't even know what that what you would call it, but it's like a the cape Aztec slash. Yeah, like, yeah. I'm like, this is it, dude. Yeah. This is how you fucking come in as the champion. And the music was dope, dude. Yeah, it, yeah, it, it was ra- it was it really is, cool. It's top three for me. For Very sure. well shot, too. I like how it was just dead on and they were mm-hmm. like, let's have this happen. And that's why I appreciate these later Creed movies because they are shot more modernly and mm-hmm. in ways that we're used to watching movies sh- uh shot and i think like say what you will about the story again we've talked about I how will. the story is definitely like weak and not not the best part of this I movie will. but like i think it's directed great i think michael b jordan did a great job he has, directing. An he has a stylistic eye for things and i think that i think it was edited phenomenally too but that like, would serve him the rest of his road but don't can't it's tough to do with the in the stallone shadow to be honest with you yeah 100 percent. it's rough um, but I agree with Andy. It was it was very it was well directed. It was sick. Uh, 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 of course, fight goes as it goes. Uh, he, uh, uh, oh man, I gotta catch up here. Okay, yeah. I forget what happens next? What we so almost we, kills Felix. Almost yeah. kills Felix. Bianca's like, what's going on? We know he did Bianca's that. Like, that was just yeah, the body double. The, yep. yeah, the body. Uh, Bianca's <laughs> like, when are you going to tell me about this past trauma? Uh, Leon, right? What's she going goes, on? She says Leon, right? Right. She says Leon, and because yeah. Dame told her Leon, but he's but Dame to his to his credits, like it's not my really place to tell you this. If he wants to talk, he wants to talk. Uh, Donnie, of course, like, I don't want to talk, mm-hmm. goes to the gym, uh, teaches his daughter a little something about fighting, mm-hmm. and then realizes, I got to get back in that ring to fight. Why? I have Lord no Lord fucking knows. Lord knows. Well, actually, I guess he, before that, he goes to the beach to confront Dame, who is now right. a comic book villain. Yep. Yep. Who is now like, ha, 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 ha. And he has this whole time, this is all I've wanted. I've got this entourage. Yep. This and is yells, Brazil. He goes, yeah. I'm the <laughs> champ now. And I don't believe it. And he has yeah. hella people around him. Like, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's yeah. weird. It yeah. just it feels like, feels like a cutscene from GTA Vice City. Like right. it, it is so so out of place, man. I don't know. And again, if they tripled down instead of just doubling down on the cartooniness of it, I think it would have. I would have loved this scene. Right. I would have thought, been like, this is awesome. How it is, it's just like, oh, this doesn't fit. No, the, no, that's not work. I think that's the big problem. Is that like we don't. Get the that it should have been the moment like in the locker room even and maybe if Adonis approaches Jonathan Major's like what are you doing like why are you what's going on here versus right. him meeting him on that beach for yeah him. it made no sense mm. but they get into a fight well first off Adonis uh, just sucker punch him here yeah. uh, no oh, no yeah. there's that one guy that gets in his face and yeah. Adonis just puts that guy down forever yeah yeah that which, guy's dead you know I mean I was like that's weird I'll tell you I don't what, like I'm higher that. on the movie because I missed all this. That's what uh, he did so this funny. is when he walked out and I was like you just missed a bang this was a bad I walked scene. out when the mom showed him. That it was a dude with a really light green eyes who who broke Drago's arm, and I was like, yeah. and they okay. just happen to have a prison photo while just four people are in it, and it's those two guys. You're like, that was very <laughs> convenient. That I, I just think the the Michael B. Jordan punching the dude felt so unrealistic. It's like, yo, you are a fucking world heavyweight champion of, yeah. of the past. You can't just be punching motherfuckers. Like, there's real ramifications yeah, to that. Like, it's bad. You're going to get sued. You're going to get gonna go so to much freaking trouble. No, 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 John Moran just off. punched a 17 year old kid, apparently. Did? Yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah. Well, I'm sure it's not going to be. Yeah. I'm sure it ain't going to go well yeah. for him. How about that? A lot of people looking into it. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. Either way, uh, he's conflicted. His uh, police shot, of course, showed him the notes prior to this, which set him all off. And then, of course, okay, he hold gets, on. He hold gets, on. Yeah. She walks into the room, opens the thing. 
and pulls out a box. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, oh, <laughs> shit. I love it. What are they going to do? Is it the green shorts? I know they've done it before, but I'm fucking here for No, it's a bunch of fucking pictures, and, and the, it's the letters. I was like, you thought it was going to be like, you thought it was going to be like, like chaos blades? Like, blades that's, of that's, chaos? That's what I'm saying. It was like, it was the like they're fucking doing this. Fucking John Wick breaking his garage yeah. open to get the guns out. Time to go back to the old me. Complete <laughs> um, opposite. Of course, Adonis is very conflicted because he realizes he left his friend high and dry. Um, Bianca's like, you were a kid. And he's like, I know, but I pretended like it didn't exist. I And, and then he tells her, you know, we grew up in this group home. It was bad. You know, I, I, they, they suffered a lot of physical abuse. Dane was like a brother to me. And she goes, well, you know, you were a kid. And he's like, well, yeah, but I just <clears> like I left him high and dry. And I'm like, wow, that is an incredibly deep emotional place for this character to be. I really care about this character. Like, I feel like he I feel that he feels wrong. And I'm like, wow, wouldn't this whole thing just be so easy to solve if you drove to the guy's house or went on air and said, hey, man, I just wanted to tell you I am a fraud. I am sorry, which I thought he was going to do. But instead, he goes, I challenge you. And the scene immediately ends. <laughs> You're well, like, oh, I okay. mean, I bet I bet he would apologize if he didn't fucking break Drago's hand. Well, uh, you got to like, remember, yeah, they were doing the phone call, right? He was on Stephen A's show. Yeah. And he was like, let's not do this right here. And he's like, like, no, this is going to be one of the best boxing matches ever. However. Yeah, yeah. That's, my yeah, that's pretty good. That's yeah, pretty good. You. I don't know who you're talking about. Now, remember, the, <laughs> Smith, Nate Smith, the guy in the, Smith. when he does the interview and he's like, hey, you had this fire go down, Dame's now. I mean, they, yeah, they, I got that, but he, I, don't, I don't know him enough to understand if your oh, accent's good or bad. So it was I'll just say good. it was bad. Uh, so yeah, just, wow. just believe me that it's a great impression. It was it's pretty a great good. impression. Chat, you tell me. But yeah. then that's when, when Jonathan Major calls him and he's like, well, let's do this right now. I want to call you out. So that's why I think we, we, we miss a lot because I fast forward so many of those, those opportunities. It was a wasted opportunity. I, I, yeah. do, I do like, though, that w when these trailers come out, I immediately get this sort of fast and the furious feeling of, all right, how have these two people been friends their whole lives and us not know anything about this dude? Right. right? Like, is it the, just like in Fast and Furious, they're like, wait, it's fucking John Cena was your brother John the Cena's whole time? His brother, dude. How? Yeah. Like, wh where did this come from? You know, I thought we were going to get the same thing. And I think Amazing this writing. is. Huh? In bad writing. Well, you know, no. <laughs> that's where it comes from. Well, yeah, of course. Yeah. But like, but in Fast how, and the Furious, but we how are they going to explain the this off? Right. But in here, I think it's like. It, when we get this backstory of what happened with Jonathan Majors past, I go, oh, okay, perfect. Yeah, Th this is this is all we really need of like, I've I'm ashamed of this. This is a dude who I looked to looked and up to as a brother, and I ran away and I acted like nothing happened because I was scared. And now that dude is in jail because I punched the fuck out of the guy and he wanted to defend me. I think these motivations are fucking awesome. Mm -hmm. I really do. I 100 percent do. I'm just more interested in how they're going. I, I just. When you write this movie, and I think this is the biggest failure of the movie, is that all of those motivations should come to a head, and that head should be the fight. Mm -hmm. But when I'm watching the movie, and I think to myself, you fighting him is going to make this worse. If you lose, you're going to have a chip on your shoulder. If you win, you will have taken the one thing away from this guy that he's managed to, to take back from his life that he's been gone from, you know, absent from for 18 years because mm -hmm. he's been locked up. And so it's just very weird that... They the the whole thing happens. They go fight, and then in the locker room they have that that sort of resolution. And you're like, no, this this is this doesn't work. I almost wanted. So here's where we're gonna go. Skip if ahead. I win, I retire you forever, John Majors. Like and if match. I lose, here's my Mustang. <laughs> <laughs> what's yeah? What's the resolution? But what I what I so okay. We go. He challenges him to fight. Mm -hmm. We we go into the training montage and missed opportunity number fifteen here. 
This guy's bigger than you. He hits harder than you. He plays dirtier than you. We got to find, Tim, a sparring partner in the world that's every oh, bit as vicious do don't say and it. fucking brutal now as you're this guy. Right. Stallion, I am back. Or whatever the fuck it is. It turns over. Victor Creed's right there. You're like, let's fucking go. Oh, you got, we you have got a wonderful moment here. here. You got me hyped, dude. I thought you were going to say Clubber Lane, dude. No. Oh, Clubber Lane's too old. He's too old now. But, they, but just Drago just randomly coming in and out, I was like, oh, man, it would have been cool to have them have yeah. a moment where he's like, I haven't seen you since. Yeah, yeah, I see what you're saying. Rather we fucking murdered each other and yeah, I yeah, ruined yeah, your yeah, life. Yeah. But, like, I don't know. It would have been cool to have him come in and have them have a scene instead. Clubber Lane. Though. No, actually, well, I thought they were going to well, bring mean, in fucking uh, Dolph Lundgren to, like to come, to come train him. But I mean, I, I I did still like that alive, right? quick little so. back yeah. and forth between Drago and creative Drago being like, still whoop your ass, though. You know, like, yep. yeah. Yeah. I, I, I still enjoy that little back and forth. Yeah. I, I think I'm probably the highest on this montage for I, the full I'm Monty. I'm like, I, like, I think this montage was edited so fucking awesome. I think the music was hype as shit. That the, I've never liked in movies whenever you're feeling at your weakest and then suddenly you're not weak anymore. Like you I figure, I need, like you figure it out. There needs to yeah, be a I, motivating factor. I need a that. bit more of a motivating factor. However, we didn't get that. However, we didn't get that motivating factor here. Yeah, that's my Stephen A. Smith. We didn't get the motivating factor, but it's edited so good. I don't care, Tim. Like when that when it goes soft and it's like. Doof, and like, and then the music pops. We oh, see the old footage of God him getting up. Damn, I was like, bro, bro. This is and it's this starting off with so the, high, bro. the Showtime, all that stuff. I was like, this is—it's so great. It just doesn't feel like it belongs to this movie. Right. Like most of the montages, the Rocky movies. I don't want to act like these things have ever, I think, nailed it. There's always you. some problem with the motivation and all this stuff. You. Thank you, Tim. No, Rocky. Rocky two. Full Monty. Let's do Full Monty right now. Full Monty right now. What's the ranking for this? So I just want to say this ending with him running up the Hollywood sign. You have that fucking inspired. Love that shit. It's fucking great. But it is Hollywood Creed, baby. I love that shit. That's when you said best. You go. Best Monty this ever. Number one, you bro. said it's high. How about that? But full Monty right now, tied at number one, Rocky two and Rocky four. At number two, Rocky Balboa. In between number one and two, we have Creed one, and then number three is Rocky one, three and two tied, and then <laughs> Rocky five to close it out at number four. Where do we put Creed three? You're saying number I'm one? Saying number one. Ooh, I can't I say that. I, I think. Uh, Maybe I needed to watch the other movies in Tim's uh, theater to have the sound that really hit me. Welcome anytime. I thought the other montages were great, but being in the theater for this montage, I think it's edited so fucking badass, and it's it's just like, yeah. it's put together like a clip you'd watch on Twitter and be like, damn, whoever edited this popped the fuck off. I, I loved it. The music was great, and I, I, yeah, this is like number one for me. Um, sorry, I was just looking at fucking pictures of Mr. T. He was so badass back in the day. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. He's so fucking cool. You're totally right. I, re I respect yes, that. Dude, Mr. T would have been so sick to have. Um, him. I think that I think the montage was fun. All these montages are fun, but I do think it was lacking in that one moment. And to your point, a lot of these, a lot of the montages are lacking in that moment where it's like, where is he going to find that second win? Where is he going to find his inspiration to really take it to the next level and fly? Right. Um, of course. We remember in Rocky 2, I don't mm. think anything will ever beat that in my mind because we had two montages. We had the montage where he's just, he's nothing but quit. Mm -hmm. And Mick's like, what are you doing? What the fuck is wrong with you right mm -hmm. now? What's happening? Of course, Adrian's in the damn hospital mm -hmm. and he never had her blessing. And then, he, and then when she wakes up and says, I want you to fucking win. 
that's when the shit gave. That's when you in the theater you feel like you Dong. physically want to get up and run, even if your left knee doesn't work that well anymore. Dong. This what we needed was what is the thing holding him back? And the thing holding him back was the fact that he knew he was wrong. We needed there to be some level of resolution here where he like that's when he should have stopped and apologized to Dame and then had the win taken out of Dame's sales because he's like, wait a minute, what? Like you were wrong. Like I don't even know. I forget, I forget, what comedy movie am I? Oh, it's like Ricky Bobby where he's like, I'm sorry. And he's like, why would he apologize to me? If you slept with some of your buddy's wife, why would he apologize to you? It's really getting in my head. <laughs> um, good pull. But yeah, and then I think it would have been awesome to build up to the plane thing. The plane thing was a cool visual, but I, I'm just like, I don't know. I don't buy this one. I'm ranking this lower. What's Where's Rocky so, Balboa? I'll put it in a Rocky Balboa. So what was Rocky Balboa? I don't know. Rocky, okay, Rocky, he, he had the dog with him, and then the guy was like, Duke goes, let's build some hurting bombs. He's like, yeah, oh, yeah, he's, he's like, doing rock. some deadlifting, and he's yeah. lifting everything, and he's... Uh, old school wearing the thing and he's running in the snow with the little dog right next to him and he goes up the steps it's like brute force brute remember? force yeah brute, brute force, force hurting bomb I go above that one I go above that under Creed 1 and under Rocky 2 and 4 okay I would put this one below Creed 1 I still think yeah, Creed okay. 1 had a better one uh, the reason why all the montages in the Rocky franchise really work is the music and I feel like for some reason Creed 3 abandoned Creed's music that he usually had like the moments in Creed One, I loved his music. That was Creed weird. One. That was and then, weird. Uh, we didn't hear any of well, those. Well, cut Creed's music. It just got rid of Rocky's music. Well, no, that's the point. Like, like there is Creed's. Like he had a theme in Rocky One that worked re in Creed One that worked really well, and I like that it used the Rocky formula of like all of a sudden you go into mm -hmm. the neighborhood, and I think when it get into Rocky Four for this montage, that's when it gets really fun and fun. Like <laughs> it made me laugh because. I'm like, is he running up Runyon Canyon, which is where the Hollywood sign is kind of like, because that's kind of goofy because there's a lot more people running around there because you would have tourists running up and walking. Yeah. So you, so you would have to be. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so that made me laugh as someone who lives in L.A. But um, it just without if, if Creed's not inspiring, the montage needs to be inspiring. Like you need to feel like you could take on the world after watching a montage. And I didn't feel that. So. Yeah. I'm gonna I can't to, wait to I'm watch gonna, this I'm gonna put, it. I'm gonna it, have to put it, it low. It was Little Duke and and awesome editing and visual so, in this. The, the thing that I would say that was sick about this montage with Jonathan Majors, two ropes going up it and just like, oh my God, he's going, hey, hey. You're like, yeah. this dude is serious. I just loved him systematically looking at the old footage and shit. I was like, this is so fucking tight, man. But anyway, so that, that means that it, uh, Creed 3 is officially ranked at number two, <laughs> which is misleading because tied at number one is Rocky 2 and 4 and then Creed 1's in between those. So kind of there we respect go. that. Full Monty, baby. You cannot beat Drago, dude. As I'm, when I'm, running up the mountain going Drago. What, was it silly not a place? No, because they're in Russia, Tim. Yeah. And then you don't know what you don't know what happens in Russia. in Russia. And he voided the KGB, Tim. The KGB exactly. was after Rocky. Man, he outsmarted everyone. He outsmarted the KGB. Uh, it's fight night, ladies and gentlemen. Already. Boom. That happened. We're just we're just there. The battle. Why do these Rocky Angeles? movies just insist on doing this? Where it's just like all right, uh, let's spend a lot of time trying to come up with the why. And the, oh, it's happening. Versus, we're just there. Oh, yeah. no, Rocky Balboa, after the montage, they had that one moment with Little Marie and the. Little Marie. And the Rocky, Rocky Balboa, but Rocky won even. It was just like, and he then, goes from zero to you're in the fucking fight. Bitch. No, I think, uh, was it Rocky one or Rocky two where he, he where he goes to Adrian because he can't sleep and he's like. Rocky two, he goes to the, the priest. He's like, Father, I need you to throw down a little bit of a blessing. Well, I've, I remember there being, mo there was a great scene in Rocky one, I think, where she was like, 
they just have that great scene where they're laying in bed and she's like, well, how come you well, he's can't like, I'm scared. He's like, yeah. He's like, I'm scared. And she goes, well, you know, something about winning the fight. He goes, I don't want to win the fight. I just want to go the distance. Yeah. Like I'm scared that I won't be able to finish this fight and prove to everyone and myself that I don't have what it takes to go the distance. We needed something like that. I'm sure there might've been a scene in there that I'm forgetting does, right now, but we're does, missing. Does Creed have these moments? No. It has a couple. Stallone does, though. Hey, yo. Hey, yo. It's your favorite thing. I'm going to bounce the ball Anyway, we're off to the fight. Yeah, Stallone should have popped up at the end and be like, where's my ball at? The post-credit scene, just a ball rolls. Foot stop. Like a booted foot stops the ball. It's like Rocky's back, baby. Shout out to the costume designer. The costume designer of this. His robe in this. Like the American flag robe, but it's other colors that are coming into it. Everything's leather in this. Andy? Like all their all their like dude, shorts were leather. The so sick, dude. The white shorts and white gloves versus the black shorts and black gloves was the coolest visual dude, combo. Yeah. Like awesome. it looked like that was like the brightest white fabric I've ever seen in my life. Yeah. <laughs> he looked like, yeah. and then Jonathan Majors looked like Tyson, dude. He had those he looked Tyson, a lot like Tyson. And the, uh, the Tyson boots. Did you see yeah, the, 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 the Akira? Yeah, yeah. The like the boots. yeah, the ones that almost like yeah, the, yeah almost like combat boots. Such incredible cool. the costumes. Uh, we kick this thing off. There's intros for this too. I don't remember Dodger them being Stadium. very They're fine. Not We're in Dodger Stadium, Stadium with cool, a lot. like the fireworks and stuff. It, I just I, I'm with you, Nick. I just hate the visual look like, of this. Why whole couldn't thing. they just shoot at Dodger Stadium? Oh, it's too expensive. Is it? Yeah, wait. I mean, I mean, you have to think. You have to think. More. How many <laughs> extras saying. do you need for to, for I Dodger Stadium, gone, dude? Yeah, but for like four days yeah, or a week straight, yeah, it's tough. Lights as well. well. I mean, uh -huh. I mean, well, what a bold choice though for Dodger Stadium. But it really, you could tell, like, oof, they're not there. I tell you what, man, I watched the Beatles documentary one time where they said they did Dodger Stadium. They said it was the was worst there, show they ever did. I love the sound of He's like, hey, I fucking got him. <laughs> got his old dad. I don't appreciate that comment. I don't appreciate that. I thought that. you were going to say that. Hey, you guys. Nick was in that the was crowd like, this is the worst show I've seen. <laughs> this is show number 16 I've seen of him. The worst ones of us. <laughs> you set yourself up. I had to. I had to. <laughs> It's my only one. Zero respect. Zero respect. In this. They hide my spindrifts and they call me old. Uh, we come in, we start this fight. Oh, wait, what were you going to say? I was just saying that it was, it was a notoriously terrible show for them. Oh, it didn't go very well. Okay. Yeah, Dodger Stadium uh, haunted, haunted by the terrible uh, baseball team. What about there. Elton there? Was Elton did a show? No idea. I wasn't alive for that. Don't set me up, bro. Damn it. <laughs> He's good. Actually, I might have been alive for that. Elton John has still performed to this day. Uh, All love. We go in there, of course. Uh, again, not distracting, but getting there with how bad the CG is yep. for this. Especially when there's, the they're fireworks. standing there and you're just so, like, he has that moment where he's standing and the fireworks are going off and you could tell they painted the color onto his face. Yep. Yep. And it's just not, maybe that's my After Effects, you know, knowledge, but it just felt fake. It didn't feel real. And it's one of those things where you're like, I wish you could have spent maybe $10 million less on the scene and shot it in an arena and made it just look real. I mean, look, because this it really is such a dumb Tim fucking thing to say, but I stand by it. Like, Things are infinitely less hype when they're outdoors. It's just how it is. It's yeah. because of WrestleMania's the, too. Yeah, WrestleMania yeah. suck when what? they're outdoors. Yeah. Tim's yeah. often said that. Yeah. <laughs> but I mean, like, no, like legit. I, I have yeah. often hey, said hey, it. Hey, 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 hey. We would never have had HBK kicking Ric Flair. You're right. If like, well, that, no, we would that, have, and it would have been a louder pop if it was indoors. Yeah. Oh man, but it was out. It was Miami, dude. Like yeah. that was a thing. Come yeah, on, yeah, for sure, for sure. But it's like, yeah, I, I saw sure. the fucking the Rock and Cena in Miami. You it's did? outdoors. Yeah. It's just like ah, yeah, would have been so much cooler when the Undertaker comes out. Yeah. The fucking gong hits and it's 
daylight. You still see the yeah. Like, you can't the turn off the sun. Yeah, yeah, I still rough, blue. Yeah, rough. <laughs> um, cool concept. They start and we start into the fight, and um, you know. You're just kind of thinking like, okay, all this stuff's going to pay off, and it just kind of falls flat. That's where I'm out, dude. But instead, we get midway through the fight as we, we have the push and pull, and, and Donnie has established that this is going to be a war. I'll, I'll tell you why, why I still love a lot of the fights in this, even yeah. though I think it's a very, very like strange leap, and you could tell that there was probably a lot of people who fought against this choice of let's have it go silent, and suddenly they're in an empty ring, and let's get artsy with, with it. With fog. Like... Like a graveyard. It's a weird choice. Don't get me wrong. Very weird. I didn't hate it. When it started, I was like, oh, this is weird. Why are we doing this? And then uh, I think I'm just into it because of the sound design and the punches and everything just feels brutal. Like everything feel like you can feel the pain that, that they're experiencing through all of these punches. But I'll t one reason why I do love a lot of the fights, especially between um, Creed and um, Dame, is the shit-talking in, in in the fighting. I love the little chirping back and sure. forth between each other. Sure. Like, I think it's really, really cool. More better than the Stallone, like, you ain't so bad, hit me. Yeah. You ain't so bad. <laughs> <laughs> I, uh, I loved this fight. I just wanted more of it, and I feel like they, it just, what was there was enjoyable. It just was weird. And yeah. I just feel like the, the, the elements were there. It just doesn't add up. I do think it's higher on my list of these fights, but it's just, there was a, uh, Again, this is the part that I'm talking about that was like 90% anime, and it mm -hmm. needed to be 120. Like, yeah. they needed to go further. Yeah. I think we just needed one extra element. It felt like it was a song that only had played the chorus twice. Like, yeah. we we had the cool moment. Uh, I mean, we just had like a normal boxing fight in the middle, and then when we hit that sort of weird abstract and the art, match, yeah, the, and they're match. yeah, it's yeah, exactly. And then we see like them hit. Yeah, it's like watching a wrestling match, and suddenly, it's, yeah. It's, they're they're it's, take her grave, man. they're using CG and shit like that, and we see the jail cell or whatever be hit. Um, I I don't mind any of that, but I wish there was still one more element. When we get that, all right, and that's the eleventh round over. Yeah, I was like, it was weird. oh what? fuck, How? Well, I, I was wanting one more element extra, mm -hmm. and then the final thing, yep. and we just like they pulled the plate from you. You're like, oh, no, 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 I'm done with it. Yeah, yeah, no, 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 no wait, 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 I got rice right there. <laughs> <laughs> but I, but yeah, I, to me again, I hate to harp on it, but that el extra element was like, what is the emotional attachment I'm supposed to have to this fight? Who is Donnie really fighting? Because he's fighting himself. It almost would have made more sense if it was just he looked across the ring and it was it was him there or a younger mm -hmm. version of him or Leon whoever this Which demon would make, that, dude, that would, be, that would make way more sick. sense. All yeah. I need is a voiceover from his mom to say That's something it. because of how emotional that scene was. Or that scene was so great. His dad. Yeah. Yeah. Who is still Force Ghost alive? Let's get let's get Force Ghost, dude. It would have fits. Yeah. It would have fits. Yeah. Man, let me tell you what. I want Force I want Ghost. his daughter to beat the fuck out of little young uh, Danny Larusso in the in um. <laughs> In the Cobra Kai Cobra show, Kai. the young, like the son, Larusso son. Uh -huh. Oh, yeah. I want him to get his ass whooped by this oh, daughter. Great, that'd be so. But great. I, you, you say that you know you bring up Cobra Kai, which is frequently brought up when we talk about Rocky. But Cobra Kai, like you mentioned, him goes to that. They it go does. that distance, and it really they works commit. through the show. And you buy into it. It's like all of a sudden they like, play with the cheese. Yeah, they're right. Yeah. And, yeah. Uh, and I think that this was a, like that's what makes Rocky good. Is it's not afraid to, to get in the cheese. Yeah, and it works really well for them. Like Rocky Balboa, he comes out to high hopes. From Sinatra and, and you, that little moment that you're talking about, where Paulie's like your favorite character. Paulie's like, <laughs> I love Sinatra, and th those are the moments that you miss from Creed. But what did you not like about the fight beyond the, it was just missing? The well, I, I just didn't, I just didn't like that. You know, to me, I was like, this is very artistic, this is very beautiful, but it's missing the added layer of emotional connection. Yeah. I don't, I don't know why these two people are fighting to begin with. So when we go into this this dream sequence, this sort of like 
um, this very like figurative metaphorical sequence where they're both hitting against jail bars mm-hmm. and it's and it's incredibly artistic. Um, I, I just I'm like I get bored. And also, it deflated all of the tension from the, the three rounds before that because yep. it took us out of reality. So I'm like, wait, what are we doing here? Also, this is a very nitpicky thing. But at one point, because of the way it was colored, because it was kind of sepia, and then they had a green light at one point that made the entire background go green. And I was like, is that just the green screen? Because you could hear that they were in a smaller room when they were talking to each other. Mm-hmm. It didn't feel like they were still in the the big thing. Gotcha. It felt like they were in a room maybe this size with walls. It was a green screen room because that's what it was. It was just all green. Um it just very much took me out of it. I thought it was a bold choice, but for me, it just didn't work. And I thought that in addition to that, some of the bold choices they made, they just misstepped. Like seeing the young um, uh, Dame, I was like, oh, that's awesome. Bad. And then oh, they showed yeah, yeah. young uh, Creed. I'm like, we didn't need that. <laughs> like, it's like, y'all. But I also hated the way that it was shot. Yes. I, I didn't like it. It felt like, like, oh, we need these pickup shots of them. Well, I got this other camera that it's not like the ones we're using for the rest of the movie. Like, it looked out of place. It looked odd. Maybe they used it because it felt like older footage. Maybe. It did feel kind of weird. But shout out to them for actually using, like, broadcast cameras for mm. the for the Stephen A. Smith first take segment. Okay. I'm so glad You're those right. cameras weren't the fucking uh, red or IMAX cameras mm. that they usually yeah. use. In the, I hate that shit, dude. Hey, this is local, first- local channel news 5. It's like, all right, you don't use those cameras, James Cameron. Like, James what are you talking about? This yeah. is the, the first uh, Creed or Rocky movie to be shot in IMAX. We didn't watch it in IMAX, but if you go watch it there. It, are are we, are, are, is this where we're ranking the hype on this fight? Yeah, let's do yet? final fight yeah, hype, right maybe. Right uh, unless you, you, you want to keep, keep going to the plot? The, no, I mean, we could, they, they fight and he knocks him out. of the, He figures out his timing finally, which is a little callback to earlier wait waits for him to open it up <laughs> Look like a little crab puts him down which it was what it was it was what it was it was what it was and i i can't believe how disappointed i am that with all the teasing of setup that was the conclusion where i'm like i don't feel like we earned that and it just fell out of nowhere like, yeah like cool. if it, if your spy if your spider sense as a 27 and 1 champion of the world is wait for the guy to open his guard yeah, it's not really selling it for yeah. me, bro. Like I thought the I thought the Ricky Conlon fight was way more interesting than this, just because he was taking that punishment over and over again to figure out where's the weak point, where am I going to go, and then he goes straight to the body a couple times, puts him down. And this one, it was like it's really not that hard. You can't hit my face. You can't hit my face. <laughs> you can't hit my face. You yeah, can't hit my face. You know what I mean? It's like all right, that and, was and that's why I think the first two fights in this movie are among the best of any of the Rocky movies. They're fun. Because of how well they were shot. And yeah, they were creative and they played with the stuff that you were mentioning at the beginning of the review, Tim. These are the things we've always wanted from these movies to kind of, to, to kind of put those little breadcrumbs out there and like, and then you get the payoff. That's really, really cool. We got those in the first two fights. This third fight. Yeah. It's just, okay. Punch when his face is open. Duh. Like (laughs) what I didn't like about it was the anime part where, he does the stomach punch where Creed gets hit by Jonathan Majors and he has a sweat part. And oh, that's he so makes cool, his bro. face you as didn't it, like this? I didn't like it because it kind of looked like he was in like Mike Tunch's Mike Mike Tyson's punch out. Ten it was out. like it was like it was awesome. it was amazing. It, it looked like that. And for me, I was like, I think why I didn't like it is the moment after it's supposed to be, all right, your moment to get up, time to inspire take the you. A count, take right? the A count, yeah. whatever. It just didn't work yeah, for me. Like it's it, it supposed to be. That's the uh, bum bum. Yeah, like here, here's you know, and here's a- Andy, the writer and director. I go back in time. I say MBJ. Maybe don't act right, but uh, I'll help you. Write, <laughs> I'll help you okay. write and direct this. Okay. Just and, and, and what it's what we do down. is in his mother's uh, sh- her, her her brain. She's went through that stroke. 
she she suddenly sees that he's Adonis and like she's she's dying in this moment. It's very 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 sad. I need the mom to be like, "Get up, Donnie. Get up." Yeah, something. And then we get that flashback in the fight. Mm -hmm. Get up, Donnie. Get up. Oh, kind of like kinda like, uh, like a Hodor moment. Like she's mm -hmm. speaking. Yes, mm -hmm. yes. Got we it. get something like, or we get like a flashback of maybe him as a kid. He fought, uh, get up, Donnie. Like just something I mean. like that. Like God, we could have like, oh man. oh man. In the way that we had those music and sound hits in the montage, bring that back here, and it would have been so. Awesome, or even dude. if like a flashback to them of Dame and Adonis when they were kids, like yeah. if, when they were fighting, or maybe a flashback to where Leon's getting involved, and, yeah. and Leon's yelling at him to get like. There's so many things they could have done, and they didn't do anything. You know what? I take it back. I'll go back in time and be like, MJ, only take roles where you're yelling or crying. You're yeah, really good. Because, uh, I, I was he's like, put he's this like this. There. You mean like a boxing role? <laughs> You'd be like, yeah, that's oh, perfect. Yeah. perfect for you. Uh, I was going to uh, put this in there for you, but I took it out. But no, I'm putting it back in, Andy. Uh, Michael B. Jordan here. Uh, in New York Times ranked him 15th on its list of the 25 greatest actors of the 21st century. <laughs> wow. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Also, people's sexiest man alive. I that I if you, I, that, that I, if you, that I mean, yeah, totally believable there. But Andy, like uh, one through fourteen, popsicle sticks. <laughs> <laughs> he's good, dude. He's just he's, he's better than Creed. Now, now here, he's here, here, here's what I'll say. He's good. He, I think he's a, I think he's a very good actor in moments. I do think he has some strengths and some weaknesses. But I think he needs a better. I think he needs a director like Ryan Coogler or like the guy that did Creed Two. To be there, going, getting a better performance out of him because he directed this. It's very hard to direct yourself yeah, well, in you a movie where you're the lead. Five? Stallone directed that. He was bad in that. <laughs> well, <laughs> that wasn't that was the least. Was the he problems Ryan in Rocky Five? No, it was John Alvinson who did Rocky Five. When yeah, him and yeah. Bianca are fighting with each other in front of their daughter, God, that well, was a great. That's good, dude. There was some good great. stuff like, like the chemistry, you. like that first time when we saw Bianca and, and Donna. So no, we didn't. We didn't have that scene, but that like their chemistry is amazing when they're Always. just flirting with each other, yep. and then the, and the, all the bathroom scenes where they're just talking about. I mean, that's the easiest thing to fucking act, bro. Well, I mean, like well, yeah. just fall in love <laughs> with Tessa Tessa Thompson. Thompson. Yeah. That's yeah. the easiest. Like when they are flirting in that music studio, I was like none of the like they probably didn't even show up with a script right, right. here. <laughs> also, and if if I had Michael B. Jordan's six pack. I would be showing my wife that every she'd be like, Get knock, stop it, knock. I love that. That was that was to me one of the best, most endearing parts of it because he was like, "Oh, you want some of this?" Yeah, yeah. And I do that to D, and her reaction to it is not belly. the same as Bianca's reaction to Michael B. Jordan. Yeah. She's like, "Put that away. You don't need to be showing anyone." Away. I think to like go back to the fight. My final problem with it is how dare the audacity. To use Rocky's thing. At the end. How yeah. dare bad you luck, use Rocky's man. thing? It was bad like, luck. Yeah, you know me. I love this shit. But it's like, it, it, the themes need to mean something. Man. Right. Yeah. That is not your theme, sir. That is Rocky's theme. Where are we going to rank this bad boy? So here's we're the thing. Rank we're right. Final fight hype here, right? Uh, currently number one, Creed 2. Number two, Rocky Balboa. Number three, Creed 1. Four, Rocky 4. Five, Rocky 2. Six, Rocky. Seven, Rocky 3. Eight, Rocky 5. I would put I, it. I need to look at the fucking list. Yeah. Give me the. Give me Andy, this. Can I I'd come put it list? above two under four. Above two under four. I would. Tim, I agree with that. I agree with that. That's the final fight right there. Oh, the final fight. Final fights are right there. Yeah. And, and while we're doing that, I'll just play some music. As, as we're waiting right here, I'll just play some music, right, everybody? Kind of like right. a Jeopardy thing. All right. I'll allow it. What? Yeah, yeah. I like it. Oh, we got it. I we like got it, it everybody. The, 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 you said under two, right? Or over two? Over two, under four. Yeah, yeah. Mm. Yeah, I'm not voting here, but yeah. Yeah. 
So, so there we go. That's the final fight. Now we They're are doing a little thing I like to call Ragu Opo. <laughs> Ragu Opo. My favorite parts of the show, by the way. <laughs> and I get. <laughs> <laughs> He's not even trying. He's lightly moving his lips. There was a Licky. split second where I thought, oh, what, am I hosting that? I don't host it. Then I looked at Nick and just <laughs> <laughs> looking like a fucking fish. It's <laughs> like a lizard. What's up, everybody? Welcome to Ride Guys. Talk to the opponents of the Rocky slash Creed slash soon to be Drago series. I'm your host, Nick Scarpino. Tim, where are we at right now? Where are we gonna rank? Where are we gonna rank Dame? And I Dame. think yeah. And so, I feel like, so where are we at? Just, what, what just so you know the ranking currently, number one, we have Apollo Creed from two. Fucking great. And number two, we have Drago and Drago from Creed two. The Dragos. The lawyers. And number three, Drago. Number four, Apollo Creed from Rocky one. Then Clubber Lang, Dixon, Tommy Gunn. Okay. Pretty Ricky. I know where he's going. I'll start this. I would put him right above Clubber Lang. I agree. I feel like he's a better version of Clubber Lang, more mm-hmm. depth, and no disrespect to Mr. T. They didn't give him much to do in that movie, did except it. for being just a menacing one-dimensional character. Yep. Jonathan Majors brings a dimension to this character that the script simply did not have, so I think we got to rank him a little higher than Mr. He T. was soaring, soaring up the charts at the very beginning, but then once he got the belt, he turned into something different, yeah, and it wasn't like yeah. who he was, but I thought... He was so layered, and he had a like a very broken soul, and you were buying everything that he was doing, and the motivations, even if it was little Bond villain where he's like, I'm going to infiltrate your family and take everything from you, he didn't take everything from him, because at the end of the day, he had the belt, and he still had everything to the enough resources to take back everything. If the movie decided to, like, hey, all of a sudden, you had this guy, you brought in this dude into your own promotion— and he took the belt from your champion, and the rest of the boxing world doesn't trust you anymore. You're a bad promoter, and he loses his, you know, kind of ranking there in that world, and no one wants to work with him. Don't blame him for the that. The fighters though. leave him. Like, Don't blame him for that. I'm just saying, I would, that would have <laughs> been, like, cool if Jonathan Majors was able to take down the entire empire of Adonis and <laughs> and then have some tax invasion thing happen, and then he loses <laughs> like in Rocky Five. Then you're like the number. The one. robot comes out, beep boop, 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 boop. We're like, what? Is that <laughs> what <laughs> fucking movies? Happy birthday, Donnie. <laughs> right? <laughs> like then you're number one. But I agree. Right above, right above Fuck, dude. I, like here's the thing. I don't. I don't love that we have Drago. At number three, dude, he was representing Russia. Dude. He's a he's a the fucking country. cartoon, <laughs> like and, like good cartoon, like I, Drago and Drago. Andy, we ranked him high because he killed Creed. Creed two. He said, he, "No, no, he the dies, bad guy murdered somebody." He, <laughs> he said, "If he dies, he dies." If he dies, he dies. He dies. I'm like, like you. yeah, I don't, I don't love that we have him that high because I, I like Jonathan Majors more than that Drago, but I don't like him more than Apollo Creed in in the first Rocky. So I yeah I guess I'll have to agree with y'all I I'm I'm fine with there with that being there underneath Creed one's Apollo yeah I I can, or uh, sorry Rocky one's Apollo Creed mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I, I can I can be okay with that as well Damn. where would you put him though I I would Where'd put like him uh, it's a weird thing where like I similar to Andy like don't love where the list is so. I'd put him number three if but I don't think he's better than Apollo Creed in the first Rocky you I know? do. Um, but I'm just not the biggest Apollo Creed as a antagonist fan. I liked him as a friend. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you know what? Yeah, you're right. You know? Yeah, you're right. I like him as a uh, yeah. Friend. So, um, well, I yeah, put him at number three. Then I put him at number three above Drago. I just don't know if I can put him above Drago. I think I just like there's I, nothing I there with Drago. It. He's just he's what? just a Terminator. I would like to but point I out, like uh, <laughs> Ig Magnet here in the chat says, Adonis was able to actually open up 
and grow as a person, learning to be vulnerable. I think that is a very important theme that they explored a little yeah. bit, where, you know, men experience traumatizing things in the past as well, and men harbor all that, and he, that's what he was doing, that's how he was able to survive, and Bianca literally pulled it out of him to tell her, please, I am literally your wife-to-be to the end of your days, essentially, Tell me what's the problem here. Mm -hmm. You're, you cannot live life like this. You are imprisoning your own mind with this trauma. So I do appreciate that that was explored. But I think if they would have brought it home with the moment they were talking about, if Leon popped up in that montage of the cinematic graveyard fight that they had and Leon standing across the ring, like that would have been like, wow, this man is literally overcoming metaphorically as well his past trauma. And then... Have him represent that on as a global champion. Hey, I had this experience as a child, and this is how it affected me. So in that world, he's able to be an ambassador for that too. There's lots of things that they had on the table, but I wish that at the end they executed it more. And let yeah. Bianca kick... Jonathan Majors' girlfriend's ass, like, <laughs> like. I'm, let, dude, let her at, I'm not kidding though. At one point, <laughs> like I was Cobra like, I was like, Amara is, point is training. Now. I thought maybe Dame had a kid. And that Dame's kid was gonna come out of prison too, <laughs> like a ten-year-old, <laughs> like prison. Like now I got a grudge match. Seven. Because we're setting up Drago, Beckett. that family. We're setting up Dame's family. We're setting oh, up all no. these families to be this this great. And listen, if we want to push the series more toward Fast and Furious, where it does go more anime, where it is more of a soap opera, I'm all for that. We've had some really great movies in this series so far. So bring on Creed Four. Um, but this one, I'm fascinated to see where you guys are going to rank this on the list. Yeah, so, I mean, let's get to it then. That's the last thing to do is to rank the Rocky slash Creed slash soon-to-be Drago cinematic universe. Uh, oh, currently, number one is Creed 2. Number two is Rocky 2. Number three is Rocky Balboa. Number four is Rocky. Five, Creed. Six, Rocky 3. Seven, Rocky 4. Eight, Rocky 5. I can, in good conscience, put this above Creed 1, so I put it at number six above Rocky 3. Damn, Tim. We're locked in today, bro. Woo! Woo! <laughs> Damn. And he um, gives me. I would put Woo! this. Woo! I'd put this above the first Creed underneath the first Rocky. No, I put it over the first. No. Damn. <laughs> it's <laughs> conflict. It's going I put it down. number one. I'll leave it underneath the first Rocky. I think this movie is million times more hype than the first Rocky. Yes. But. I, I just love the heart that Stallone brings, and I love the subdued acting, and I just love every conversation he has in those movies. Link. So Sancho West, oh bring us God. home, baby. I, I, I would have to stand firm in this. If this series continues without Stallone, I think it'd be a big misstep and a travesty for that character. Like, Rocky Balboa is one of the best characters written all time, and in Stallone himself, there's a you know the big hubbub about that he can't get the rights back. The producers hold it. And, <laughs> how are they going to explain well, Stallone coming back? It's like well, you know Earth's not the only planet. The wait, galaxy. Wait, wait, it's <laughs> the like, DC elsewhere, the DC elsewhere oh, universe um, that they could create. I'm just saying, like it's a it's a bummer that he Stallone can't write off the character that he wanted. Sure. To, but. Because he had a beautiful goodbye. He had a great goodbye, but it, like I said, if they would have just kept his character alive in this. A phone call, a, a conversation. No, but what, no, what they should have done with this was they should have had when he was when he when Donnie was conflicted, he goes to Rocky's grave, right, and pulls a fucking chair out and talks to his old mentor. Something, something. They needed something like. That. Like I, I don't mind Rocky being written off as being just dead off screen. Like it's, it's fine. It, it's just more of like it just feels weird 
when you know that he's such an important figure. He called him Unk for crying out loud and not even to reach out to him when he's at his lowest low. And I understand people are going to say, this movie needs to be about Creed and he needs to figure out his stuff on his own. And we it, need to move on from Luke Skywalker need to move, for fuck's sake. Right, right. No, you need to move on from the Skywalkers <laughs> for Star Wars to grow, right? Whatever. But this is different. Uh, but to answer your question, I would rank this above Rocky Four. Above Rocky Four, dude, heart's on fire, bro. All right, wait, wait, well, where is Rocky Four higher? <laughs> <laughs> where, where is Rocky Four at? Rocky Four is currently second to last. Okay, you'd put this below Rocky Three. Yeah. Okay. Below Rocky. I feel that. I feel that. Yeah. Do you feel that? No, I would put it above Rocky Three. Okay, yeah. Just so based then, on the strength of Jonathan Major's character. Yep. The, the, so, the thing with Rocky Four that when you oh when, fuck, but you do have the great Creed Rocky dynamic in Rocky Three. Yes. That yes. does really kind of elevate. You know, I will put this below. And Rocky he's like, 3. and then the final moment of Rocky Three where they go <laughs> ding and they ding each other. Yeah. They yes. Splash. Yes. And Andy and I are in the ocean. We're splashing each other. So, so the, fun. and then think of all the other like not great stuff. Like you're you're you are right now rose tinted glasses with so many of these movies. But I'm just saying like you're the, thinking I can't about the good times. You're not thinking about the bad the thing is like i would hate and to all you're thinking about last night is that i didn't give you enough m&ms that's, that's why point. you're having a bad no you're not giving me enough m&ms you told me to get my own popcorn and we always share popcorn we have forever granted i, did share popcorn. I mean i buy the popcorn very, you eat it so <laughs> that was a very fun experience sitting in between you two it was great did you feel the tension I, I felt it it was like i couldn't but i felt going back and forth it was really fun it was but, fun yeah but yeah I, I just you know i like rocky four a lot in that with the thing about rocky four it's, it's total 80s one-dimensional yes. very fun very exciting to watch and, and to go back to. I just don't see myself watching this movie over and over again unless it's for my friend because that's my boy. My boy killed it as Leon. I, I'm gonna, I'm gonna flip flop here. I'm gonna go back to this. I'm gonna go back to this being. Wait, is it? This, what, what do you want, Nick? <laughs> I'm tired of you. <laughs> it's tough, ladies and gentlemen. Thank you for joining us. Mm. This ranking review. It's moments like this really. The character of a man comes uh-huh. out, mm, and I have to vote. I do, is the strength of that relationship better than the overall achievement that was this movie that we saw last night? Mm-hmm. And I gotta say, it was, ladies and gentlemen. I'm, put, I'm gonna keep this where I had it below Rocky Three. Okay, oh, below Rocky, below okay. Rocky Three. I'm, I'm siding with Sancho. On. Wait, yes, shit. Okay, yes. sorry. Okay, sorry. okay, okay. okay. I'd that rather that? watch Rocky Three again. Where, where does that put us? Uh, that puts it there. So, because remember, Mick died in Rocky Three. Mick. I almost, made, I almost made a huge mistake. Huge, huge mistake. So currently, the rankings are number one, Creed 2. Number two, Rocky 2. Number three, Rocky Balboa. Number four, Rocky. Number five, Creed. Number six, Rocky 3. Number seven, Rock, or Creed 3. Number eight, Rocky 4. And number five, Rock, sorry, number nine, Rocky 5. That feels good. This, that, this is a Great very list. difficult that list to read. Solid. <laughs> that feels really Is it harder good. or easier to read the one with those 13 ties at, at two different that, places? That is very difficult, too. But yeah, the amount of <laughs> I, numbers. I, I, I've seen Tim sweat. So I need much. these movies to be like the return of <laughs> Apollo yeah, and then like exactly. Clubber's here. Ollie's back. <laughs> yeah. Let's beat Ollie Russia. Back. Let's beat Russia. The Cold War's over. <laughs> oh my God. Got like, a, like a Charlie Brown special. Yeah, I, need all, I need a bunch of subtitles for these. Charlie we are going to be Christmas. undeniably the lowest on Creed 3 of anyone on the internet. Prepare I, dude, yourselves. For I the understand shit you're that. Get. But dude, it's, it's, you're just missing the, the, the substance of what Rocky movies are. Are. And you're supposed to be inspirational. Oh. I just didn't feel inspirational. Yeah, inspired for me. I mean, again, a lot of good stuff in this movie. It's good stuff. Good stuff. Good stuff. I'm li- I mean, if Michael B. Jordan had like a Marvel movie to direct, that'd be sick because the visuals were really the Wakanda sick. Wakanda reference in this. There was. Was there? Yeah, the music. In the, yeah, during the, the montage. Oh. And the, 
in the music they mm-hmm. shout out Wakanda. Oh, cool. Mm-hmm. Let us know in the comments below what you thought of Creed 3, where you would rank it all. Uh, and until next time, Sancho West, thank you for coming through. Where could people find you? Find me at all things Sancho West, and I mainly on Twitter and things of that sort. But hey, right now for the next couple of times, I need your support, kind of funny best friends on the Crown Channel, twitch.tv slash crown on Tuesdays at 4 p.m. Pacific. 7 p.m. Eastern. It's a show called Multitude. It's really fun. Come on out. We had Andy on the show recently, and he had a great time great on it. Time. And, and I cannot wait to do more. We have a, It's a couch co-op type of vibe, virtual, and we have big guests. We had Anthony Carboni last week alongside with not Sage Ryan, so it was, or Sage Ryan. I'm just <laughs> not Sage. But really awesome people are on the show that you interact with uh, on the reg here for the Kind of Funny Best Friends. But it'd be really appreciated you coming out because I, I really want that to go out the whole year because that'd be awesome. Hell yes. I could come Go out here more support. if that happens. <laughs> yeah. Support the homie Sanjo West so he could be back in the spare bedroom. We've been having such a blast. And if you want more of him on Kind of Funny, you can go to YouTube.com slash Kind of Funny Games where he and Snowbike Mike absolutely crushed a Fortnite community game doing shoutcasting while yeah. Nick, Andy, Joey, and Roger were playing the game. Kevin killing it on the set design and everything. Great stuff all around. Anyways, love you all. See you next week. Ew.